Greetings to the world. Greetings to the world. I am still Cam, and this is still the Real Resilience Talk podcast. This is where we get together and have an honest conversation about the subject of resilience. How can we be better? How can we be the best versions of ourselves? And then talk about some shit where maybe like we can get closer to being the worst version of ourselves and how to avoid that uh, as it may come up. Um, everyone on here speaks specifically for themselves. We are not affiliated with any DOD organization or any official organization. We do have jobs, that's for sure. We are employed, a lot of us, and we may reference certain experiences from either our military career or civilian careers or whatever it may be, but we're not speaking on behalf of any organization. We're speaking on behalf of ourselves and our outlook on things, and we're, the hope with this is hopefully it can help somebody else. This all started because there's a whole lot of red tape shutting shit like this down, so throughout this, you may hear some bad words. I hope that you hear some good words, but teach they own if you want to listen please do please share it with somebody else we're just trying to take our own personal message messes and make it into a message to hopefully help somebody if you don't like something change if you can't change it change your attitude hey i'm cam resilience to me i've said it before is like in rocky 87 or whatever it was when he stood there in the street with his son and he said ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward and today i got somebody who definitely knows how to move forward and definitely knows how to throw them hits and take them my man a comic uh, very qualified artist, performs all around Japan and in the States. A uh, good friend of mine. I've come to really grow and know. And um, I'm very grateful to be here today. I got Mr. Alberto here. Say hello to everybody, Alberto. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Thank you, Cam, for having me here. That track, by the way, Second Wind. You like that? Beautiful. Second Winds, man. Beautiful. Second Winds, dog. That's Uncle Rex right there, Monchichi Rex. Monchichi Rex. Shout out to do that artwork. I'm you saw, you that, saw that on the album, too? Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, it. I mean that whole sound like you know uh, bedroom bedroom artist vibes. Yes, yes, I love it. Big I love it. Talented man, and I'm I'm grateful to call him brother and friend. Shout out Rex, love your uncle Rex. Shout out him. Oh, uh, um, uh, God, uh, uh, Mungus. Uh, oh yeah, Curdy Mungus. Curdy Mungus dropped Curdy his Mungus. new track. He did this past week. Oh, what man, that butterfly lullaby? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. He perf- he performed that live at our last open mic, man. Beautiful. Well, you were there. You yeah, were there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that, that twice. Nice, man. Yes, he did. He did. It was an encore. Encore. It yeah. was an encore. Yeah. Coach Curtis, man. Curdy Mungus, dude. I'm hey. Trying to cop his uh, ukulele. I just hope we rap battle because I really want to say "Dirty Fungus" and then "Curdy Mungus." <laughs> so I'm, I'm. It's like one line I'm. I'm waiting on. So. That'd be perfect. Yeah, maybe this next one. Yeah, next, I'm gonna that? rap battle him and I have that one bar. Other than that, I don't know what I got, but <laughs> I got that one bar I've been thinking about. Dirty fungus, curdy mungus. All there right, don't tell him I said that. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Curtis, don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll edit all that out. Yeah, no, man, man, Alberto out here in Japan with us, dude. I, you come to uh, in this room we met the first time. This is where we do our open this mic at our indoor. The, the Sakura. Is this really a chapel? Uh, it's it's ran and owned by, um, but I know a guy. So they we do trainings in here sometimes, and um, and they obviously allow us the the privilege and thank you to them to the base chapel. It's a team effort right here. Uh, they allow us the space to you know do creative things in. But yeah, this is this is specifically owned by the chapel, and they use it a lot of times for whether it's Bible studies or or musical stuff. And they have the equipment. We have a piano over here, so it's it's just a nice fly room to be able to do stuff in. So thank you to to staff out here at Iwakuni Chapel for helping us get a space to be able to use to express ourselves. When I was here the first time, there was all purple and pink lighting. Oh, yeah. It was like church after dark. Yeah, that's how we do almost. it. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's when we, we get in here. We, we bring out the lights. That's what we do at the open mic. So if anybody listening is interested in coming, we... Uh, yeah, we turn this. We try to turn this into a, an open mic type vibe. Um, oh, those were your lights. Those, those are all my lights. Okay, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Shout out to Shavam, 
DJ Patel, DJ Shavam, Coach Patel hooking me up. I bought all this stuff off of him before he left, and he taught me how to do all of this stuff, Coach all this Patel. equipment. But uh, hey, I'm a Bundia, so we're probably from the same place. In, ah, in there it is. So yeah, we probably know each other's families. Yeah, he's a, he's a bad man with them turntables and just mixing and stuff like that. But he, he put me on, man, and, and we had this vision, this idea of the open mic was, you know, just being out here in foreign lands, like, you know, I mean, you can express yourself, of course. We always have our First Amendment and we, you know, use social media stuff. But to have a space, as we do in the States, to where you can go and slam poetry or freestyling or dance. And it's just, this is not the same. So, and, and we're not like in Tokyo, right? Oh, yeah. no. we're, we're down here in Iwakuni, down here in the South, right? South so, side. The South side? The dirty the, South of the Japan. The dirty South of Japan. So, uh, it's limited for that. So, just seeing the... You know, for overall wellness and keeping people in check, people keeping people's spirits up, just giving an outlet, man. So that's how that's how we met. You came to open mic and you're a comic and you fucking crushed it. And um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm grateful to know you do. So, how's things been going with you? It's been going well. These mics have been sobering, and I like. Yeah. I mean, dude, I am today five days sober. That's what I'm talking about, from, man. Shout out to you, dog. Oh, from the bottle and from vaping. Damn. And, and okay, so. This is, you know, I've I've reset so many times. You right, know, right, reset right. The thing. This and I know this is an audio medium, but I mean, these are my resets. Oh, this is every single time I've reset. We're so when you say reset, do you mean like you stop something and started? I fell it, off the wagon. Oh, oh, fell man. off the wagon, and but I have a different approach this time. Gotcha. Different mindset. So <clears throat> here's the backstory. So last, no, yeah, Monday. I left my lights on in my car. My battery's dead. Yeah. So I get my car jumped, but I have to charge it. So I drive to Hiroshima, hitting uh, uh, highway speeds to charge it. On the way back, I quit vaping that day, and I was like, damn, I could use a vape. <laughs> like, maybe I need it. Yeah, just to get through this. Yeah, like, maybe maybe I do need it. You know, it's, it is it is I'm addicted to it, I'm, I need to admit. Then I realized... Yo, why am I, why am I like backing this thing up? Why am I like giving this thing the benefit of the doubt? And then you're like justifying it for it, just like you're on its defense counsel. Why am I defending <laughs> it? Like, why am I like in that night? If I do that, I'm like, well, might as well get another bottle of wine. Yeah, it's like no, yep. this thing is. I want to watch it die and enjoy every minute of it. Now, I would never say that about a living thing. No, no, I got you. Yeah. But these are inanimate objects that are literally trying to kill me. So, okay, I Ooh, know my enemy. Good. Now I need to destroy my enemy. That's so that that's so real right there because my man Kevin O'Hara that runs Habits V2. Shout out Habits V2S. Kevin, what y'all do for everybody is amazing. I wouldn't be me without y'all. But one of the things he says about... Basically, like you, and I mean this in no, he didn't say the word bitch. I'm going to say the word bitch. And I mean it in the context of non-animal related. So I don't want to offend any animals out there. And it's definitely not gender related. But it's bitch as in weakling, as in piece of shit, yeah, as in, yeah, you know, yeah. you we get what I mean, right, folks? So what he says is, uh, is it Gollum? Or what is it, Lord of Rings? The little uh, Schmeagle. Schmeagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that little fucker, right? <laughs> so, so Kevin, in a lot of his videos, you can find him on YouTube, Habits V2. Really good, really good perspective on things. And um, he's very good with the words. And he has an Irish accent, so it's even more fun to listen to. But oh, he yeah. says, that's basically what you're killing, is that little Gollum, that little schmeagel inside you that's like, oh, my precious, don't feed me, feed me. Like you said, that inanimate object, that helped me so much uh, at one time when I had stopped and then I relapsed too on on a multitude of things. I think we were talking about it before. But I pictured killing that. 
like yeah. killing the killing that thing inside of me that wanted it and that was like you said killing me so i'm enabling it to kill me and it's just this like fat bastard from austin powers yeah. like i eat because i'm unhappy i'm unhappy because i eat. get in my belly and then it's like getting in my mouth or get into my body whatever <laughs> it may be bloodstream. and and i know that was like a, a good mentor of mine says long road to a little house but it's the same shit. You're trying it to kill is. that little fucker inside you, that little bitch who just wants to be fed this right. bullshit that is bringing you down and ultimately not helping you be the best version of you. So right. what's it, that like, man? Like in this, you're in the struggle of it right now, five days. Dude, I, the week, it, I mean, it's Friday. Yeah. I went, I was not hungover. I was not hungover. This week was awesome. Yeah, no days of waking up no feeling like shit. No days of waking up feeling like shit. Waking oh, up man. running up a mountain. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He came out to the castle run. Shout out Alberto. Running as much as I could. But yeah. I made no, it you did up. great, man. You did great. That, that was, was that awesome. was a great time that we made. And we made it all as a group. We we started together now, and then we finished together now shout out to all those left right layos out there y'all know the cadence we started together we finished together but that's what we did on thursday morning man we we do it either thursdays or fridays out here it's a beautiful place out here in japan so it gets us all one you know stake in the ground once a week we get off base and we go at 5 15 and we run up to the castle and it's we so earn amazing, that motherfucking sunrise together that earn was beautiful it, it was such a beautiful happened if i would have driven back gone to the seven day yeah and bought that vape it would have been you're talking like about that night on the sunday or, or on when the you're in the, monday. the monday you got you if i went there i mean it would have it would have been like you know the vapes like i'm sorry uh-huh. I'm, and i'm like okay come here it's okay okay look i know come you, to daddy. Come you here. drive me crazy and you try to kill me but i love you that's you right know? that's right it is it's like that man it, and now I, it's back in your life yes and that i mean we do that with so many things so, so many, many things. things dude it's like i i i gave the analogy I was telling my friend about this. It's almost like now the thing about it is when you have an addiction, it's not going to die completely. No, it's going to be there. So I put it like this. Imagine there's a vast forest. Yeah. And in this forest, there's a cabin that no one knows about except for the owners. And to get to that cabin, there's a road and there's a bridge going over this massive like canyon. Yeah. That's their only point. Now, the people in this canyon are loaded with like explosives and weapons and these people are planning an attack in a month. They're gonna hurt a lot of people. They're gonna go to civilization, hurt a lot of people. So somehow I know about this cabin. Yeah. And I know about this bridge. And I know that there's a truck that just goes across the bridge, drops food off, doesn't ask questions every week to give them food. Okay, I can't confront these people. They're armed. I can't touch it again. They're armed, they'll kill me. I'm gonna cut off their source. I'm gonna take that bridge out. Okay. Now they're gonna. I'm gonna starve them out. Now they gotta leave. Now they now they're distracted. They can't carry out their. Plans. But they're still over there on the other side waiting. They're still loaded, but now they don't. They don't have a bridge. Now they're starving. And this is your metaphor. This to is my describe metaphor for alcohol. Alcohol. And, gotcha. And vaping. Gotcha. Okay. If I go near it, if I go, then I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna hurt me. You're outnumbered. How do I cut it off? Okay. Let me cut the source off. Let me there starve it out. Just push it away. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing. And then it's gonna. Sooner or later, it's gonna get weak. That's it's true. a weird analogy, but that's like the if way. If it I'm works, though, it works, man. No, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's very similar to the thing I was telling you about. My man Kevin said about the letting it just starve. It Start can't it. starve it, and it can't it can't live on or or at least be as strong. But it might still be down there for years to come. But it sounds more pathetic every time it talks because it's 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 dying. You're it's not dying. giving it no strength. Yeah, it's that warrior mindset. It's that, it's almost like seeing this as an enemy. 
Yes, and that's I think that really helps for some of us is to is to look at it like an enemy. And we're and what we're talking about here is addictions and things that stop us from being the best versions of ourselves. We all that comes in many forms and fashion. Yes, the common ones are narcotics and stimulants and depressants and alcohol and pills and we can keep going. Those are more the common ones and nicotine yeah, for yeah. sure. Things that end in I and E. I've seen a trend. Um, right? Uh but the whole point being is some of these substances and things that we, we can emphatically say they're not making you the better or best version of yourself. They're wasting your potential. So how do we weed those things out? And in and, and the sense of we're talking about being resilient, uh, being able to go through things and still endure the situation, but still come out to where, okay, I was impacted, but I'm not deeply affected or ruined because of this thing. So do you think with the vaping and the alcohol, it was affecting your personal resilience? 100%, man. Uh, so it started, I had my first beer when I was 17 at a party. My parents had this big party in our house. So many people, I'm like, shit, no one's going to know. Yeah. Cried, it was the Dos Equis. Uh, you know, the, the, the stay guy, thirsty, the most interesting. Friends. Yeah, stay, stay thirsty, my friends. Oh, yeah, the most interesting. Yes, I stay thirsty. <laughs> I stay really thirsty. And so it got bad. Uh, four, I was on an island for four years in the Pacific called Kwajalein. Uh-huh. And three miles by 0.5 miles. I was going to do two years there, pay off loans, and then head to L.A. COVID happened. We couldn't leave. The ultimate monkey wrench. Ultimate. Now, we didn't have any COVID there. We had no social distance. I have no idea what, what happened. Oh, yeah, because it never came to you. Nothing. Yeah, it would have wiped out the population. Yeah. But you can't leave, and you're with the same people. So mm. what do you do? Yeah. Oh, you go to the bar every single night. Your supervisor's at the bar every single night. Dude. Yeah. And just, I mean, the transformation in everything, my body, my confidence, my happiness just went down, mm. went down. So finally, when I left, I said, I'm going to just leave it here. And I'm just not going to drink anymore. Those habits. Those habits. Yeah. They followed me here. Uh. They don't leave. And they followed me here. So the first year I was here... I'm like, oh shit, I didn't know that I missed all of society. Everything's different. Now I'm, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Might as well numb it. Go, uh, go, to, the, go to Yellow Brick, knock yeah, it back. Yeah. And it finally came to the point where I was, I looked in the mirror. And I think everyone, if you're struggling. Oh, yeah, you said this yesterday. Oh, yeah. This is good. This get, is a, good. get a full length mirror. You can get them cheap. Go to Nitori. Get one for like uh, 3,000 yen. That's like 25 bucks. Get a full-length mirror, and I'm not trying to say body shame yourself, but, like, look at yourself, not just how you look, but, like, look at you. Look at your face. Right, right. When you're hungover, your bloated face, and, like, your eyes are half awake. I looked in the mirror. I said, what do I want to be? Because I am the opposite of that. Mm. And so I started cutting off. Now I started drinking at home. That's yeah. a bad idea. Dude, that is, oh, that is like the silent killer right That's there. Because when people think of like alcoholism and they think of like, they think of like Wino and Park and then they think of like the one person that's like passed out in a public setting, mm-hmm. right? Dude. I've been both. Hey, I, yeah, I've been all, all of the above. But the, the other part is like when you start, me, you gave me some computer speakers because before Bluetooth speakers, um, and then I got some Bluetooth speakers. You give me that, like a pack of cigarettes, uh, some black and milds, and any kind of alcohol I want, I will sit there by my motherfucking self, mm-hmm. all by myself and get fucked up. Listening to your own jams. Listening to my own mm-hmm. shit, texting people all day, all night, calling people and fucking talking forever. Yo, and, then, yeah. and then the next day apologizing for half or a majority of the shit I said. Yes. Right? Um, 
like that that's when it gets scary and and I, and there are, there are people that will socially drink and they'll they're you know they abuse it and binge in that way too so i'm not saying that that's not happening or that's not a problem but i will say that man i and i you know it's funny too i, I knew you know you, you be in the military environment you know that you know people can tell signs so i would go to social settings and kind of have like a little bit and just kind of sip a beer or something mm-hmm. like that but when I went home, that's when I was getting real fucked up because I was smart enough not to show my ass in front of everybody. Not always, but I was smart enough to know like time and place. Right. But when I went home, that was when I got most hammered. That's when I would kill a whole fifth a oh, day, yeah. every day. Yeah. How, I, I'm like, it's almost like, how, how do I just have one? Uh, when I start drinking, I'm like, okay, this is going to end with me going to sleep because of this. Yeah. Or blacking out. Yeah. Like the people who are like, I blacked out once. I'm like, dude, nah. I think I blacked out more times than I have. And that's what's scary. And that's, sucks, that's what's scary man. because you don't know what could occur, you know, whether somebody hurts you or I remember my older brother said it one time, um, very great, man. I love you, Jay. I love you, man. Um, but he had said yeah, that I was, I was getting, we were getting fucked. I was getting fucked up and he wasn't. He was like, man, I just don't like to get like that because like I think about the kids and he's mm-hmm. got kids. I got kids too. I didn't think about that. He was like, because if something happens, I want to be able to respond. And I was like, oh, I should probably think about that too. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know, you know. And and um, I remember one time, man, um, I had I got... I deserved it, right? There's a mentality. It was a Friday or Saturday night. My wife had went out with a friend, and she never does that really, but they had went out to have like a little girl's night out, and we were living in South Carolina at the time. And I bring this up because these are the things that we don't, you know, you could accidentally get hurt or you could accidentally hurt somebody. I have my newborn son, right? He's a newborn. So fucking stupid I was. I got so fucked up. Like sometimes I'll daydream about this and go like straight almost anxiety attack because I'll daydream about what could have been. But eventually I just kept turning up and drinking and, you know, he went to sleep and I had him on the couch and I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was laying next to him and, and he, I woke up to like my wife being like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the, f-? like I was totally just blacked out yeah. and there's this baby next to me crying. But here's the thing. I think about the episode of, uh, Sopranos when Christopher, they had mm-hmm. the, they had the little puppy or yeah. the cat or whatever it was that our Adriana had, yeah. um, Adriana. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he fucking got fucked up on heroin or whatever it was. And he, he passed out on the cat and killed yeah. it. I oh I literally, God. man, like SIDS, like the the infant sin, the yeah. infant man. Sudden I was bro. I was so Damn. afraid. Like if I would have just rolled to the left instead of to the right, I was so gone. Yeah. I was so blacked out. I could have literally like killed my son, man. Yeah, man. And that's DJ Sippy Cup, right? Sippy Cup. Oh um, man. Uh, it, I, I think about it sometimes, but I bring that up not as a horror story or to say, wow, or to validate anybody thinking Cam's a piece of shit, but, I, I, but what could have been, right? Been, and then I've heard of a lot of people that have been charged with sexual assault or mm-hmm. have uh, gotten to a situation like that to where they were drunk to the point where they don't remember it or B, they didn't have the judgment at the time to realize, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to save face for those who sexually assault people. That's not right. That's not good. That's bad behavior. But there are those that are convicted of these things that hurt people that that wasn't really their full intention when they started their day or their night. It's just in that state, they did these things. So I I just, I mean, it it sucks, dude. And I, and I I know I probably sound like a fucking prohibitionist, but alcohol is, is so, it can be so bad. I'll never understand how people can have two. Me I'll never me. understand how people can socially drink. Oh yeah, I'll never just drink like. Well, glad to know you. We're gonna I will home. never understand that. I I just can't. I I get it in in rational terms, but as far as in applying it to me, it was just never a thing. I'd be sitting here talking to you right now, drinking, and I'd be looking at my cup, thinking about I need to fill this shit up. Oh yeah, uh, when oh, it's empty, oh, fuck it's that like line's getting long. I need to more. yeah, or you know what? Let me just go ahead and put a little bit more in here, and then as the time goes on, and then I'm like a puppy chasing my tail. Oh yeah. 
it, it just goes on and on. But my, my man, well, you could really do some things that you regret. And I know a lot of people who have killed themselves while they've been yeah. drunk. And I would argue, dog, like I don't think all of them would have killed themselves or they'd still be alive if they hadn't drank. Like they didn't die from drinking, but they died from hanging themselves while drunk. Yeah. They died from shooting themselves in the fucking head while drunk. And I yeah. did that, attempted that, um, all of the above a few times. Yeah, like I lost to, a friend like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucks, it man. It sucks. Yeah, man. It, it, there's, a, there's a thing. I, I was in AA for like a few days, and then I was like, this is not, this is, I get it, it's not for me, but there right, is right. something that they read off every meeting, and it's something like, if you can drink and you can have one or two, then hats off to you. Great for you, man. But I can't. I can't. And no. it doesn't mean if you can, awesome. Yeah. But we can't and we are acknowledging that. Yeah. Because, dude, I mean, just the amount of... I remember one time on Quaj, I woke up in a shed at night in a storm with tools everywhere. I don't know how I did that, but I still... I, I just like... Where was it? This was an island that you were on? island. Uh -huh. And like, I'm just like, what the I just go back to sleep on this wooden table. Yeah. The sun comes out. I wake up and I stumble out. And there's a dude riding his bike. I go, excuse me, where am I? And he goes, you're in the Marsh, you're in Kwajalein Marshall Islands. I'm like, yeah, but where? And he goes, are you okay? And I'm like, I I'm fine. I just can't find my backpack. He goes, no, you look like you're hurt. And I look down and there's scrat like nail scratch marks like in my inner thigh. Like, like somebody has scratched you? Yeah, like wow. here. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. He says, you're going to the hospital. Yeah. So they take me to the hospital. They said, did something happen to you? And I go, I don't. They're like, what do you mean? Well, I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, do you feel different down there? Yeah, I yeah, go, yeah. no, no, no. I wow, don't. man. And they check. They're like, hey, nothing happened. You don't remember anything? I said, I don't remember anything. Yeah. And they go, okay, listen, you're new here. We're going to let you know right now. People get kicked off this island for that. Yeah. We're just giving you a warning. Don't let this happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would stop me. So I didn't do anything. I mean, I would, I, I have run into so many palm trees in my life. I think I have like the, the head of a box. Like while you're out at like Walmart, you're like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while, palm tree? Or like, no, you actually like physically my bike collide? And just like, I got a big <laughs> mark on my head. Like, what oh, the hell? There's palm trees everywhere there. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, in here once, I, they happen here, man. Yeah. I've been here for a year. I woke up on, I don't know whose porch. Some yeah. kind soul's porch, or some kind soul put me on their porch. And I got up and I'm like, you just did it again. And you are almost 30 years old, man. Yeah, man. And you're doing this again. So I stumbled. There was a temple. I just sat at the temple and I saw some people and they spoke English. I'm like, can you just take me? This is before I spoke Japanese. Can you just take me home? Yeah. They took me home and I just sat there. Oh, I didn't have my keys. Uh -huh. This is the thing that I like, it's I cringe at. I knock on my neighbor's door and I say, I don't have my keys. And he says, where were you? And I've lied. I'm like, you know, alcohol, you lie when you drink. Yeah. I was jogging. Uh. And it's obvious. I have curry spilled all <laughs> over my I just reek of it. His two daughters, his two little girls come out. And I'm sitting there in the cold next to my door waiting for the apartment company to come with their keys. And they're talking to me like, what's wrong? What happened to you? Like, are you? And I'm, I'm just sitting there like, dude. You're not a loser, but right now at this moment, you are being a loser, man. Yeah. You are being the worst version of yourself. They unlock the door. I get in. I go to sleep. I wake up like that was, that sucked. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. And this is, this is the first, you're the first person I'm telling about this. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, it sucked. It absolutely sucked. Now, I, I will say I had a lot of hilarious, hilarious things happen. 
Yeah. I'd have the CBs. It'd be a weekend. I get a text. They're like, yo, what you doing? I'm like, I'm sleeping in. They're like, come down. Come downstairs. I'm going to show you something. They give me a beer. Yeah. They're like, put this in between your legs. I'm like, what? They're like, put this in between your legs, like up, like next to your, up, touching your gooch. Yeah, I got I'm you. Like, what the fuck are you uh, doing? Yeah, what so is I this? I did. I put it there. The guy walks maybe 20 paces, turns around, pulls out a metal dart. Before I think, he throws it, he pierces the can. I'm like, what you, I, I want kids, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he grabs it and he goes, never miss, opens it, shotguns the, be- I'm like, okay, that just touched my yeah, yeah, the, 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 there's, yeah, there's the goose terms on there. Crazy, I yeah. love them. Shout out to the CVs, man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, CVs are some fun people, yeah, man. They got a fun cadence. culture. They're oh, they're in cadence. They start out, oh shit. Oh, oh yeah. Jogging. They stole that from us. They stole that from us. They nah, stole that nah, from nah, the like, <laughs> 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 No, it's 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 all. They got a cool culture, but yeah. similar to many cultures, I mean, you know, it's 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 you deserve it. It's Friday night mentality, and this is what we do. Right. Um, and some some that isn't the best. I don't think it's good for anybody. I'm not even going to try to save face and justify, but that shit gets out of hand. And and there are some fun moments. And I, I forgot the comic's name. She's so awesome. Um, her name's going to come to me later on. And um, but she was on Rogan one time, and she was talking about when she had got clean and she had stopped drinking. Right? Whitney Cummings? No, not Whitney. Not Whitney. Um, blonde hair. Blonde hair. Yes, amazing comic. Um, hilarious as shit. But she said like, she said I do miss the two drink like buzz level yeah. like the oh shit like this is my fucking song uh, she was like i will moment. i will never have that again and mm. i was like damn she's so right like or the she said i'll never be in a bar and somebody walking in and be like this is my best friend ever oh, oh yeah. my god yep. and, but it's so real like that enthusiasm like you won't get that like that pinch of high but you can tell me the other morning you didn't feel a good high you oh know what I'm saying? God. And it was much more fulfilling than that little shitty fake feeling. Or, I love you so much. And when, No, you don't. When you're like feeling like, why do I always feel like shit? And then you stop and then you wake up like, why is this amazing? Oh, I'm not hungover. Yeah. This is just me normal. Yeah. That's a, that, I mean, that's my, this is my moment. That's my life moment right yeah. there, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's a very, like, I, I read sometimes people post it and shit. They say Saturdays hit different when you wake up sober. Oh, yeah. Or this, like the birds or, and it doesn't mean, I mean, some people work nights and they can't wake up early, but I just, wherever you're at and whatever you're doing, you wake up feeling refreshed and not feeling like shit. And I don't know what it is with alcohol. But there is a side of it, and I think anybody can admit this, so I'm not trying to be too vulgar or risque, whatever, but there's a thing, like, after a hangover, like, you're usually really anxious, and, like, what the fuck did I do wrong? And you, like, pulse check everything and hit everybody up and be like, did I do anything? And they're like, nah, bro, you were good. Like, no, don't worry. Your friends are still your friends. And you're like, no, I fucking... I think it's because you, like, you kill so much of your judgment and so much of your, you know, holding back your filter that the next day it's like an overkill of re- yeah. of reproducing yeah. those stuff. But the other thing is too, like like sex, right? Mm-hmm. It kills your testosterone. It kills oh, yeah. all of your libido, right? Alcohol does. And the next day, like people will be horny as shit. And I think it's because, this is what I'm coming up with. I'm not, I didn't read on this or anything. <laughs> but the fact that you just like sucked all of that out all of that, like whether it's the the filter or the the you know testosterone reproduction hormones, all of that stuff just got all dumped in like a three or four hour span. If you do mm-hmm. the math, mm-hmm. like I remember Jay Z said one time, I spent all this money on Ace of Spades just to piss it out. Like literally, yeah. you're putting all this in you just to piss out. Oh, and I pissed off thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars, man. Thousands and not only that, but like the next day is fucked up. So it's like I got a little four or five hour high, maybe like a, a I guess a fun. I had fun, whatever the fuck yeah. that means, right? But now I'm paying for it for like 
a whole day, let alone maybe the next day. Then there's like the food you buy with it, and then you're like, fuck it, I'm already drinking, so I might as well just eat this fucking pizza because oh, yeah. I need something. Some I need something cold. to soak it up. Soak it, yeah, the yeah soak it up. That is some bullshit. Yeah. That's not. I don't think that's science. That's not how it works. <laughs> but it really derails your whole system and puts you all out of whack. And oh yeah, by the way, here's Monday. You go to work. Or if you're one that does that during the week. Weekend's gone. It's Sunday afternoon. You feel not refreshed at you all. You were just trying to ref- you just cure yourself. You're wasting your Friday. fucking time is wasted. what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. It's wasted. And I, and I get it. I get it. Some people, they can do that. And they're like, no, I don't, I don't get down like that. There's people out there who lie and be like, I don't even get hangovers. I'm like, well, you don't fucking drink like I drink, motherfucker. Right? It's just science, man. It's just math. But are you really having a rest and relaxing weekend and are you really recharged and being able to fill back up? Like, no, I don't think so at all. And now you're kind of like never recharged and now you're going back into your new week or whatever like that. And it's just such a, over the time, I mean, I, I think about what Bruce Lee said a lot. I always am quoting him. But he said, you think about it, he lived to be 32 years old, bro. Mm-hmm. 32 years old and there's the impact and legacy he left behind, right? But one of the things he said is that if you love life, don't waste time. Mm-hmm. For time is what life is made up of. If you love life, don't waste time. For time is what life is made up of. So I can't think of any, looking at the way I did it, the way I consumed alcohol and things, I can't tell you a more waste of time because Mm -hmm. I can still have a social connection with people. That's needed. That's necessary. I still can listen to music. I can still enjoy people. Now, I had to stay away from certain things for, I'm about four years in May of of no drinking, right? Congratulations. Uh, Thank you, man. But initially, I wasn't going to be able to be in that type of scene or whatever, and I respect everybody for that, right? But um, such a waste of time. And then having to apologize for it to people, and then having to feel like shit and feel like, oh, man, what did I do? And and that's just if you just were just an asshole and just got loud or said something or got maybe too flirty or maybe a little too close when you were talking to people. Or, you know, look how much I talk here on this podcast. Can you imagine me drunk? Holy <laughs> shit. Talk about conversation domination. But that's another point that Kevin makes is that it's so selfish. It is, yeah. Because you get to feel like this great feeling. Others around you have the opportunity to, but everything you talk about, everything you get to eventually is all eventually things you can't control or things you want to just shed your shitty opinion about. Right. Like oh, you give, yeah. your, give the rights to the world as he says it. And then you sit around for hours and talk about the same shit. Like it turns into you're the guys on King of the Hill, just yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. And and I'm not this. I love that show. Sure um, rocks. And I, and teach their own on what they want to do. But is that a waste of time, or is that you being the best version of yourself? But you mentioned something. Um, you said when when you do finally get past that. You said it's almost like you got this source of fuel. Yes. Now you can, and I was telling you, because um, I think the same thing. Like you can, you can go through this, and you know, you did all these things, and you learned from it. And for me, it was just I'm just I I'm I'm just stupid, and like like <laughs> I, I don't do anything harmful. I'm just like I'm annoying. Yeah, when yeah, I drink, yeah, yeah. I'll speak different languages that I don't even know. <laughs> I remember one time I was looking in the mirror and I'm like talking to myself in like harsh German, like a, like some like Gestapo officer. I'm like Eastland und wir kind Alberto, scolding myself like you're drunk again. And the, here's the thing: I don't speak German. So I don't know what I was saying. I was oh, just shit. mumbling off. If you offend anybody, we are sorry. Yeah, we, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, that was that, Lovato. I literally, that just <laughs> uh, that was basically like the Sims version of German. You know, they don't not saying anything, but so but like so we have all these experiences. Okay, what do we do? It's like oil. Oil's in the ground, useless. 
right? Yes. We have these things. But if we get that oil and we make it into fuel, rocket fuel, yeah. how we can propel. So what do we learn from these experiences? To, oh, who's up? <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to pull up that reference that oh, we were yeah. talking about. But I, like, I'm my own Jamie, so. <laughs> oh, yes, Jamie, pull it up. Perfect, yeah. We're, we're looking for a Jamie for this next one. So. Yeah, so the fuel. So back but, to fuel, yeah, right? The, the, you'll... Um, Use these, you can either just forget these experiences and not learn anything or be like, okay, I'm not going to go there again. In uh, fact, all that time wasted, Yep, it's not wasted time. I don't see it as wasted time. I see my experience on that island was you want to go entertain. Okay, but you got a lot of things you got to learn about yourself. The universe is like, I'm going to put you on this island for four years. Go crazy. Yeah. You go crazy with pills, with Adderall. You go crazy with booze. You sleep around and you, you see how that shit feels. Yeah. Do it until you can't stand the taste of it. I can't stand the taste of I, Sunday, I had a bottle of wine. It's daytime. I'm drinking it. I'm like, this shit is nasty. Yeah. It was Pinot Noir. I'm like, this is disgusting. And I vape. I'm like, I feel, vaping makes me feel like shit. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is about, but I remember, I never forget this. It brought a flashback. I never, ever forget this. It was nighttime on Quaj at the bar. Uh-huh. They closed everything. They shut the lights off, but we're in the back outside still drinking. Mm-hmm. And so we get our phones. We put the beer bottles over our phone lights so we can have lanterns. And I am so drunk and I have smoked so many cigarettes, but I'm still awake, probably from Adderall. Yeah. I'm, I feel horrible. So I drink more to get that feeling gone. Oh, but yeah. That is what's causing the feeling. Yep. And I am sitting there drinking. I taste I, so many cigarettes. All the people around me are yelling, talking about nothing. Yeah. And I remember sitting there, and the only thought that went through my head was, I'm in hell. I am in hell right now. I am in the opposite of where I want to be. Yeah. I never forget that moment. That's I'm fighting something. tears right now thinking of that moment. No, that's, that's something. And like... I think, and then, but it's like, then you do it again. Yeah. You get, time goes by like, oh, I can have one. Yeah. It's insanity. Bro. Just expecting different results. So it's that change. And I, I'm glad those things happened. Yes. And I'm glad the universe was like, you're going to learn. Almost like, okay, you like cigarettes? Here's a whole carton. That old dad move. Oh, yeah. That doesn't, no, I don't, it doesn't I don't, work. No, yeah. You no, never you do just, that. Your throat <laughs> burns for a few days and then you probably are now yeah. a, a smoker for a long time. Oh, um, yeah. No, I've, I've, man, I've done that so many times, bro. And, and I, I just shout out to uh, the honorable Mr. Mattis, if that's not unprofessional enough to say shout out to, <laughs> shout to, out. to, to Mad Dog Mattis. But one thing he said during <laughs> oh, yeah, Mad o, Dog, o, yep. OIF was complacency kills. Mm-hmm. And I, I've learned to really understand that now as I'm older because I didn't get it then by any means to the full extent of it. I thought about it more in a tactical sense, like don't let your guard down, you're an right. easy target, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, combat. But in life in general, bro, like it, you'll be, I, I went, I, like, you, like I negotiated with myself on behalf of the defense counsel for the fucking shitty habits of me, right? And I'm like, well, you know, that was a maturity thing. And, you know, well, um, if I just, you know, if I, if I only drink on the weekends um, and then, well, you know what? I really like Crown Royal, so I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to have some like, I don't know, some Jack because Jack, you know, it's always, it's always, always gets to the same end state. Like mm-hmm. I'd be sitting there getting drunk off of wine coolers. Like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. And then I'm yep. sneaking shots when people aren't oh, looking. I do that so often, There's man. Airport, I, the airplane, airplane shooters, bottles in my yep. pocket, just mm-hmm. go off to the side and be like, I'm going to pee and down like a whole thing of Jack or down like a little 
tiny thing oh, of yeah. crown. Come back smelling like hand sanitizer. Like they, yeah. they were out of soap. It's like yeah. they smell like like straight up absolute. Bro, I mean, I, so bad. It's, I mean, and, and somebody out there is listening is like, damn, I do that shit too. And I'm telling you, it's just not gonna, it Yo. doesn't It doesn't go in a good direction. And, the, and it may work out, but like mm. even if you live 70 years like that, which- right. Did you live your best 70 years? Dude. You know, and that's that's yes. a that's a big thing that I look at now. Not just, you know, because some people out here and they listen and they go, oh, fuck you, man. You only live once. Fucking yeah, exactly. live it you up, man, bro. Right, exactly. So like, like they say over at YOLO, mm-hmm. live well, right? Live and good well. vibes only. But are you living the best version of yourself? Because I'm, I'm at the point now where I can give a fuck less about quantity of time. I'm about quality of time. I'm yeah. about, I give a fuck less about quantity of people who like me. I'm about the quality of people I have exactly. genuine relationships with. 100%. And I think I've understood that as I got older, but that part of it that played into there was complacency, right? And that comic, I just looked it up, Nikki Glaser. Nikki Glaser, I can't believe yeah, it. I exactly. love Nikki Glaser. So fucking yep. hilarious. Beautiful person, beautiful soul, mm-hmm. awesome comedy, just a great, great talent uh, in our world. But um, it, it totally kills. Anybody ever want to say that women aren't funny? Listen, Nikki She's Glaser. Hilarious. She's oh. hilarious. Just a funny human being. Emma um, Willman is another one. But she, she definitely breaks Jordan down. Johnson. Oh man, dude! I oh my god! Dude, I love comedy. Dude. I, I I do <laughs> too. I, I do too. And some actually like some of the best comics. I, and one of my biggest co- comedian mentors is a lady, Bobby Oliver, in L.A. She runs a Tao Comedy Studio, yes. and she has a book called The Tao Comedy. But yeah, that whole like gender thing or whatever—that's some bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. There's some of the most funny humans I know oh, are women. My aunt Bunny is a hilarious fucking not famous, but she is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. And she taught me all Bunny because that comes from a reference Teddy Murphy stand-up bit about Aunt Bunny falling down the stairs and having a mustache and shit. Oh, so I haven't heard that. I one. was raised on that shit. Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Love That's it. from Delirious. That's from Delirious. I'm yeah. We talk about Goonie Goo Goo and shit. I haven't seen that special. Aunt Bunny got a mustache. That's the best shit in the whole world. Damn. I, but, a lot of com. I mean, the thing is, like, I I started comedy. I was 17, and I stopped when I was 20. I sucked. Oh, man, I'm talking I, yeah. to people in their 30s who went through the ringer, and I'm like, yeah, fucking, you know, uh, 9-11 made it hard for me to go through security. They're like, you fucking hack. You yeah. need to pass it, wake up in a field with a handle of vodka with no shirt on, then we'll talk. Now, don't, I'm not saying to do that. Don't do that, everyone. you need to go through life. And, and I went and feel through, some pain. The, for, you got to feel some pain. And I went 10 years doing that, and I got on stage in Tokyo when I got here. I didn't, I didn't go, I, didn't, I haven't gone on stage for years, almost a decade. I got on, I was so nervous. They're like, you do the open mic on Zoom. Yeah, we run that. You can get but it. But that was during COVID though, right? You're no, doing, this is after COVID. This is when so I So you do open mics when you're at the Marshall Islands? No, I started doing those on Zoom uh, here. Okay. But uh, that was my first time on stage. I was nervous. Dude, I killed because yeah. I had experience from what I had. And I'm not saying that this is something to do. I'm saying like, if you are going through that, and you get out of there, don't ever think it was a waste of time. You talking about the, so, so when I was describing like, like how I was saying that if you love life, don't waste time, that right. time I spent fucked up, that wasn't a waste. That wasn't a waste. Okay. That okay. wasn't a waste. If you, if you choose to learn from it, it's not a waste. It, it, uh, it is a fuel. Okay. It is a fuel. And I, but I it's a waste if you don't use it? It's a waste if you don't use it. Or, yeah. or, at or least continue to do the same shit. If you do the same shit, then now you're just putting more oil in the ground. Di- you're slaying dinosaurs and they are becoming oil. You got to uh, suck them up and put them in a, in a Elon Musk rocket and get over go. to Mars, man. Got but you. like, I mean, it's that, yeah, man, it's that, um, I, I did so well that night and I'm like, okay, I, it sucks. Thank goodness I didn't do any permanent damage to my body. Right, right. But I remember seeing these dudes, 50, 60, 70 years old at right. the bar and I'm like, I'm not going to become like them. Yeah, yeah. And 
I kept doing it and something, always listen to your subconscious. It's always right. It was like, well, then when? When are you going to? Because you're getting older and you're still doing this. Oh, it was, what did I say? Day one or one day or one day or day one? One day or day one, you decide. Yeah, you decide every day. And that Monday was my day. I made it 123 days in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I relapsed because uh, my girlfriend at the time, it was back to school. Yeah. And I'm like, I made it 123 days. I can have a, a coconut with rum. I right. can't have a coconut with rum. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you can physically. You can I ingest can. it, but you shouldn't. I will remember it. It's like you can and should, right? Yeah. Like uh, I can't. I'm, I can do a lot of those things too. And I don't feel like if I was to drink tomorrow that like, oh my God, all that time was just wasted and it's gone. As far as like the time towards sobriety. It just starts a new mark because I've definitely stopped and started and stopped and started and everything like that. But at this point, it's how to be the better version, the best version of ourselves. And that for me, for me, I can't speak for everybody, doesn't allow me to be a best version of myself. And, you know, it it, it stops me from um, just, man, just connecting with you right now. If it this was if it was this happened. time of happy hour, like even knowing you right now, this would have never happened. I would have never started an open mic out here. I would have never been doing this. So I, I I totally get what you're saying about it not being a waste of time. And what I mean when I say waste of time is that it's time not well spent. But I do agree with you in the sense that it does add up to something if you use it in the right way. Because I've recently, recently this came to me. I think they call this like an epiphany or revelation or whatever you want to say. Uh, Thank God for granting me this moment of clarity. One of the best songs ever, Jay-Z. Um, black album he said he was done and then he came back but anyway second Jay-Z reference <laughs> I've heard today <laughs> but yeah but the moment of clarity was a few weeks ago we were doing a podcast with somebody and I was like you know what man like what if we only go through things right because if you think about humans right not saying this, the, the, the planet and the oceans like animals do what they do nature does what it does but things that impact humans right are never ever done by anything other than humans that's true whether it's inventions or creations or maybe it's inspired by a deity or whatever it is but that human is still the one carrying it out right and and i thought about it like well what if as humans and the whole thing i opened up with was that whole making your mess your message a test a testimony what if you only go through things you only suffer certain pains just to be able to have the credibility to relate advise and guide somebody else through their time of whatever and that shit, when I realized that, it, it made everything be like, no, it wasn't a waste. I don't regret it. Um, there's definitely some moments I wish I could take back. Like I, like I just said, like I almost killed myself a few times. Right. I could have had my son die from SIDS, not because of him, but because of me, mm-hmm. because I'm too fucked up and irresponsible and just fucking stupid. And I was just having a few that turned into a whole lot more than a few, it's right? It's crazy how right? having a few. Yep. Right? Uh, um, or... Just so many times, I, yeah, I wish they could have went different. But at the same time, I wouldn't have the validity I have. I wouldn't have the credibility I have to be able to look at somebody else who struggles in these same ways or hates themselves for certain things and go, hey, um, I don't know exactly what you feel because we're all as unique as our fingerprints, but I'm picking up what you're laying down. And this is kind of what may have helped me. Not saying it'll fix everything, but this this approach won't make things worse for you. I think there's be- that's the beauty in the struggle is because you can take it and, and use it to help someone else. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And I would always see, I remember when I was, when I was on the wagon, or when I was off the wagon, chasing the wagon, I would see all these motivational things on YouTube and yeah. Instagram. And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you, like, you know, up. shut the fuck up. Yep. But then like, as I'm like, oh no, they actually have a point. There's a reason there's so many out there, people who rose up from, some bullshit who are like, hey, it's going to get better because yeah. it's true. 
It's gonna get better. Yeah. Shout out to Rex that made that beat. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him in San Diego when I was out there, and he was talking about we were talking about the word, like cliche, like oh that's cringy, that's cliche. Well, things are cliche. Yeah. Because they're fucking true. They're true. If it was some dumbass shit that didn't make sense, they'd be like, Alberto, why the fuck did you say that? Don't ever say that again. You'd be like, yeah, I shouldn't probably say that again. And you just don't say that stupid comment again. But when you say like, no pain, no gain, like it or not, we're all we got. Fucking keep going. I can keep going with them, right? Keep moving forward. And you're like, fucking cliche, whatever, bro. It's cliche because it's true. Things don't get to be cliche unless they're fucking true. And dude, I, I, I told you this yesterday when we were running, but... People are like, oh, what are you, you one of those gym guys now? And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I love that shit. I love going to the gym with the boys. I love having debates over creatine, when to take it. Yeah. I love having debates over calisthenics versus body, uh, like weight lifting. Right, right, right. Because I'd rather do that than going to the bar with the boys. Yeah. And, and sharing shots. Yeah. And and having arguments we're not going to remember. Uh, and I'd rather see us being like I'd rather see them improving themselves than seeing us fall together. Yeah. Becoming the worst version of versions of ourselves. Yeah. Um you know, just getting wasted. That's, I'd rather see us building each other up. So yeah, it, people are like you a gym right now. I'm like, yeah, cuz I'd rather be a gym rather than a bar fly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and this is just me. Yeah, again. no, no, exactly, and that's and that's what we're speaking on, folks. We're yeah. not judging anybody. Trust yeah, me, I have been that many days in my life. And you know what? If I don't fucking stay ahead of myself, I'll fucking do it again. Mm-hmm. I'll be there again, right? Um, nothing is perfect in life yeah. by any means. I'm not fucking perfect, but I will say that this way is better than yeah. that way was, and this feels a whole lot better. And I know that um, life is just. It has more quality to it, it, has more quality in the moments. And But I'd be a lie to tell you I don't sometimes go, ah, you know what would be nice right now? If I got, and then you go, you know what wouldn't be nice right now? If I did something offensive or hurt somebody's feelings or if, if I wasted a day tonight, today, tonight. Because um, tomorrow I'm going to feel, I'm going to eventually get sober again, right? right? And that's where it talks about in that, um, I cited that APA article about building resilience and maintaining i'll post it if anybody wants to read it but it's really good but one of the things it talks about is how we use substances when we go through trauma or hard times right and that's the thing we're all broken in our own way you know coming out of marine corps said that a few years ago in a mental wellness letter we're all broken everybody's dealing with something and nobody ever truly gets over it whatever your it may be and i'm doing quotations um but if you pour substances on it you really don't learn how to cope and how to move forward you're and you're kind of putting yeah you're putting a bandage on something that requires a surgery and it's not helping and you're just prolonging the pain or you're just running away from it and i get the intent to do that because when my brother was killed a few years ago man i stayed fucking so drunk for like four weeks after that right. but as soon as i couldn't drink and i had to go be back a part of the world bro all of that all of that grief hit me like so fucking hard yeah and i had done wasted all those chemicals right so i think there was a over uh, over abundance of we need to the brain's like oh shit we got to reproduce these things but it overproduces it and now i'm anxious as fuck i'm sad as fuck i'm feeling guilty i'm shamed as fuck and you know that thing you never get over losing somebody you never get over trauma you just have to learn how to deal with it and how to cope with it and how to move forward with it and there's no one size fits all solution for anybody but to be closed minded to say oh I'm just going to keep on doing this because this is what men do right. we we, I, oh, we yeah, just have yeah. a bottle and that's what we do 
Yeah, uh, a little hair on your chest. Yeah, yeah. I, I, man, I think we make it harder on ourselves, but it's hard to face those it things is, and man. to work through that pain, to work through to go to counseling, to go to therapy, to eventually be open-minded enough to potentially be on medication that may help you. I'm on all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And, but if you told me 10 years ago I'd be sitting here talking about this, I'd be like, yeah, right, that's a bitch. He a bitch. That's what I yeah. would say. I'm not lying to you. That's what my outlook was. And that's why I share that so much because I know if I thought like that, somebody right now within like a 20 mile radius is thinking just like that right now. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how many people I misled with kind of being part of the problem right. you know, oh, yeah. and, and, and reinforcing shitty stigma of, you know, but it just not being the best version of yourself and that hierarchy of needs, that Maslow self-actualization, it's so real self-actualization. But the Nikki Glazers thing and talking about comedy and mm-hmm. art, she said she was afraid she wouldn't be funny anymore. She wouldn't be, but she actually got better play that and then and then i'm gonna follow she, up on that because that's a great point i would I love to play to it but i don't want anybody to hit me because right, you know right. rights and all that kind of stuff but i'm gonna definitely post the link in the post show the notes up, yeah. because it really breaks down how you can think like and you're insecure or whatever it may be but when i quit drinking or i quit doing these things i'm not gonna be funny anymore i'm not oh, gonna yeah. be fun anymore dude i went to the ball i went to the ball last year and that's like the ultimate binge Wait, drinking session ball? yeah awesome and I had one dude come up to me. He gave me a compliment. He said, you're the most lit, sober person I've ever met. You, you know? are. And, That's and, very and, true. And, and I, I, yeah, I was because I was enjoying the camaraderie. I was enjoying the time with people. I love music, right? Now, I couldn't have done this four months after quitting, but almost four years after quitting, I'm in a different place, a different space. But I'm like, I'm not going to, like, alcohol has already fucking taken enough away from me. Mm-hmm. It's already taken enough of my own dignity and self-respect. Why the fuck am I going to let it take away me celebrating and being with my people and being yeah. with my bride and being out here on this dance floor and enjoying this moment? Because it's a trigger for me. Fuck alcohol. It's die, bitch. It's you like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I die, die Gollum. Die, you little fuck. Right. And that's what I did that night. I fucking killed him. But you know what I did? I drank the fuck out some Red Bull. I was hype as shit. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? I needed that little oh, yeah. bite, but that's just, hey, that's just what it was. And that's, that's what it is for me. But alcohol has taken enough away from me. It has. I don't think because you're sober, you have to be a boring, nerdy fuck. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the case. Um, that is absolutely not I, I have a lot more fun and on meaningful things and not having alcohol. And, and sober to me is not just like, I'm sober so I don't take substances. Sobering is like when we say, oh, this was sobering. Like it's just fulfilling. And I feel like far more fulfilled. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, loud. Tracy Morgan, he said, I'm enjoying sobriety. And yeah. that's exactly how I feel. Like, no, I'm, I am lit right now. Right. Because I'm sober. And yeah. that's new to me kind of thing. I was watching on the way to Hiroshima, watching my stand-up I did at YOLO. Uh I was drinking then. Yeah. I sucked at my timing, but I didn't know that at the time. I'm listening to it. I mean, it's just like, I mean, you you guys probably heard it. It's like... Not hitting the punches. Not hitting the punches at all. Slur, just closing my eyes. And I'm like, shit, dude. That Because my thing was like, oh... Yeah, I'm going to loosen up on stage. Uh-huh. To be, yep. But the thing is, I'm not nervous on stage. Right. It was just, so you really didn't need it for I that. didn't need yeah, it. I was just, just, it was an excuse. There's your defense counsel coming up. Exactly. <laughs> making the case. Just make like, yeah, this you you need it just to loosen up. Yeah, take the edge off. Take the edge take off. Take the yeah. edge off. And it, I'm like, I don't need that. And then I go on stage and I listen to sets that I do sober so much better. So I'm hitting the beats right, right. that I want to hit. I'm like, this is... I mean, I'm going to use those yeah. to show other, you know, clubs instead. But you were talking about, um, you know, your past self saying like, oh, you're a little bitch for doing that. I started thinking about like my fourth grade self. If I could see him right now oh, man. and he goes, 
so how it like how was it how was it so far how's it going yeah and i was like just wasted like hungover out of shape and looking at him i'd be like dude i'm so sorry yeah but i'm gonna make it better you're right. gonna go far you're gonna get good place good gigs and everything but you yourself like shit's gonna happen but i promise you i'm gonna make it better and i always remember just my fourth grade self being like how's it going yeah that's really deep yeah i like that when i'm 40 he comes back again so how's it going I'm like, like some oh, christmas carol type shit yeah 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 no that's good man that's yeah. that's good they talk about like that zooming out kind of thing and that's where kind of inspired by where i say hey wouldn't it be nice tonight you know it wouldn't be nice is to be regretful for everything of the rest right. of the day you know what i mean so it's like you play that movie back you play it forward whatever is going to be effective right um but i look and we talked about this yesterday and this was inspired by some of the the episode of uh the episode 33 of the huberman lab uh shout out to dr huberman i don't know him but I, I'm, I'm trying to give people good resources here right uh he talked with dr anna lemke uh, both stanford uh professors doctors whatever you want to say i'm not even trying i'm trying to sound smart right now y'all <laughs> look man they work at fucking stanford they went and to college for eight years they went to college and shit you know what i'm saying they educated man. shit but they have a the, lot of debt but she has a book called uh dopamine nation that came out and i, I want to start listening to it and reading it but she was talking about um how people and andrew Huberman asked this question that people get sober like they get addicted to sobriety mm-hmm. and it's like they'll be like hey this meeting i went to and this whatever and she was like well a, like going to meetings isn't going to kill anybody, right. right? That's not going to ruin somebody's life, right? But B, yes, they are. They are because you are connecting. And when you connect to people, guess what we're doing right now? If we could be on our brain scan, there's some oxytocin flowing right now because we're mm-hmm. connecting, we're vibing. With that, endorphins and feel-good dopamine. Because like we talked about it too, I fucking hate small talk. I mean, uh, man. Dude, I'm sure people think of me in public settings like, that dude's weird, what's wrong with him? He's always so outgoing and stuff. But like, I don't give a fuck fuck about the weather i don't want to ask you so what is it that you do like oh I like wanna, an la person bro i don't i can't like i just can't stand it like it, it makes me anxious <laughs> it makes me anxious in a group yeah, of people man. because i'm like oh uh, i want to ask you what was your biggest fucking mistake ever in your whole life and if you could do it all over again what the fuck would you do different and if do you believe in god or do you want to not die and if you did die how would you want to die and, you know what are you, what is the one way that you're fucking afraid to die and who have you ever known that's really died close to you and are you looking are you feeling how are you feeling about that and also, that, my name's Cam. How are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> right? Like, I, that, I know it sounds dark and twisted, but, like, I want to connect right. to humans. And just meaningless, just elbow rubbing means fucking shit to me. I've had enough of useless conversations, sober and Bro, out of my mind. And, that, and maybe that's what it is, too, because mm-hmm. it's so reminiscent of it just is, the bullshit talk of, of being just fucked up. And, like I say, not using my time wisely and right. wasting time. Realizing, like, this is limited, and I want to. I want yeah. to know more about. Like, think the, about yes. going on stage, right? Like, uh, <laughs> in the states, like I've waited three, four hours to do two minutes in front of five people because everybody cleared out. They did their time and yeah. they left, right? So you waste the opportunity that could be in going on stage. We get the opportunity to go on stage. Finally, it's this one night or this what this one particular opportunity, and now when you're up there, you're blowing it. Yes. Like you're blowing it because you're not even getting to really assess yourself because you're, you're assessing a fucked up version of yourself. And that same goes with when we're like trying to do therapy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And like there might be somebody trying to counsel us or guide us. They can't really ping or get on like a real calibration of where you're at right. when you're fucked up all the time because right. all of that's distorted. And even for you professing what's going on, you're fucked up in that. So, but back to the point I was trying to make about like you can be addicted to good things. 
Mm-hmm. Like Professor White at Old Dominion University said this one time, and he's from West Virginia, and his last name is White, so we saw the documentary, right? But he remember growing up and watching his family get all fucked up all the time, and he, like, he wondered it then. Why can't I be addicted to being a good father? Why can't I be addicted to community service? Why can't I be addicted? Like, literally, at one point, I got addicted to reading books. Oh, like, yeah, man. I got addicted to reading books. Like, I would drink tea at night, and I would read books, yes. and I would listen to, like, some fucking Yaroma, shout out Yaroma, and Philip Wesley fucking Pandora stations, nice. and I would just listen to books. But if I didn't do it, I didn't feel fulfilled. If I didn't write in my journal, I wouldn't feel mm-hmm. fulfilled. I would be like itching for like whatever. But guess what? Writing in my journal, talking to people, and listening to Philip Wesley and reading books is not going to kill me or make me have to apologize for anything. Right. I have learned to use it, not describing this to you yesterday, as a strength. Mm-hmm. Because the addict in me, the addictive nature of who I am, the being too much, I get that a lot. You're too much, Cam. You're too much. Well, I always say back to some people, well, you're not enough, right? <laughs> but it, it is, man. Like, if I'm going to drink, I'm going to show y'all motherfuckers how to drink. If I'm going to do a podcast, I'm going to pump out nine episodes in three weeks. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, like, you have. But yeah, I'm saying, though, like, if I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the fucking gym, right? I have learned to modify certain things and not and and realize like you don't have to burn 2,000 calories in one workout session to yeah. feel fulfilled. A thousand is probably good. 500 is probably right. good, and you've met the mark. But I think having all of those different outlets help. But I am addicted to that, and I've used it similar to what I was saying yesterday. Superman, alcohol is my kryptonite. Yeah, it is my kryptonite. It is. It fucks me up. And there's some other things too that I got addicted to pills, all of that shit. I've done a lot of things in my life, and things I'm not proud of, but. Those things are draw, pulling me away from who I'm supposed to be. And I have this gift, I feel like now, like that laser vision, like Superman. But guess what? Superman could have been a fucking mass murderer and just burning people as soon as he looked at them. Or he could be like truth, justice for all and like defending the universe, whatever. So this addictive nature that I have, now I just have to, f- I pour it into comedy. I pour it into writing. I pour it into trying to make the best impact I can on those that are around me, right? And I pour it into things like what we're doing right now. And I think others can, and I'm not saying, look at me, everybody. That's not my fucking point. I'm not we're trying not to brag bragging. here. This ain't a humble brag. Fuck no. I'm really just trying to say that it's been more fulfilling, more rewarding, and just so sobering for me to put my time and effort into those things and use it as a strength, that nature of who I am. Because I can't change it. I just got to put it in the right vessels. Does that make sense? Do you think you would have you would be addicted to these good things now if you weren't addicted to harmful things in the past? Would you have that sort of um, kind of yin and yang thing to look at and be like, you understand why you're addicted to it as opposed to just doing this off the bat. Cause some people can do it off the bat. Yeah. And that's great for them. And I, and, and like to say that Kobe Bryant wasn't an addict. Are mm-hmm. you crazy to be that fucking focused on being good at that game and showing up five hours early for a game to warm up and to staying after like, you kind of have to be a, a, like uh Joe Rogan says it. He says, I think that happiness or, or success and uh, crazy, our next door neighbors, and they borrow each other's sugar from time to time. I I, I kind of agree with that, man. Like, and you're focusing be, the crazy on something that yeah, happens. because I can't change that I'm crazy. I dealt with that, and I dealt with that hating myself and being like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? I started to try to be like, what is right with me, and how can I use this in the right way? But to answer your question, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I think a lot, and that's where it comes into being exposed to certain things and knowing certain things. Like, there's people like in graveyards right now that are in tombs are in the ground are in ashes and there are so many songs that were never written songs never sang books never written art never professed love loving words never said to somebody because they were busy doing something else or they would be like i'll do it later on or i'll and that becomes never so it's like do it now right but 
to, to the point of like the open mic, like some people might not know that that's an outlet for them or they might not know that, Hey, I like poetry or Hey, you know, poetry was corny cause I did in school and they fucking taught me some shitty version of it and it was just work. Right. But what about you writing and expressing how you feel about something? Have you ever tried that? No, I tried it one time. It was stupid. Okay. Well try it again. Try it again. Right. Right. Like babies when they walk and shit like that. And you might find a vice, a healthy outlet. And then you might be like, this is for me. So for me, I can't really fully answer that because the way, I don't want to say the way I was raised and sound all victim-y and stuff like that, but my outlets were, I'm going to get fucked up. I'm going to, you know, reproduce children and all the things that go along with that. I'm going to work hard and that's what I do, right? And I'm a man and my family's fed and I'm taking care of them and they got insurance. So what the fuck is me getting fucked up on every day of the week a bad thing? You're better than what you used to be and that feels so good. Yeah, and that's what it is. Me, though. Me, me, you, me, you. It's not Alberto versus Cam. It's not Cam trying to be Jim Carrey or I'm trying to be Barack Obama or I'm trying to be George W. Bush. No, they are all their own. It's, It's Cam being the best Cam he can be. And I can say with confidence that I'm not perfect by any means, um, but I am much better going this route and going this way. And that's why we have these conversations to maybe hopefully inspire somebody out there just to try something new and right. go with it and find out, can that be a healthy outlet and a healthy addiction? I think it's a good thing. I, I, I honestly think the nature of, of it is, I don't think we'd have successful people. Or like you think fucking Lincoln wasn't a, addicted to having an impact on other people? Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah, he was. And like if he the, didn't, where would we be? Is like I, I love talking and making rules. Yeah, and they're like positive narcissists, like oh, yeah. in a way, you know what I mean? And there's and Anna Lemke talks about that on an episode too. But in all of that, in all of that, the one thing I want to pull on that episode, and I know I've held the mic for like ten minutes here, no, you're good. is on there. Uh, Andrew Huberman talks about an addict he does know, and he says that, yeah, man, and he's like, dude, you're doing so good, like, life is so good, and they couldn't understand why some addicts, like, everything will be going well, and they just gotta fuck it up. Mm-hmm. I'll never understand that, we'll never understand that, but I understand that. Let yes. me just say that. that. Everything will be going good, and that to me is like, ooh, I should celebrate. Ooh, this is a good time to have a good time, right? right. Or this is also a time to fuck it all up, right? But over the years, and I'm tired of doing that, but he said that the guy, the guy who stayed on the stayed on the narrow, right, stayed doing the good things, and he outreaches, and he does a lot of work with youth in Hawaii and stuff, he said, look, bro, no matter how far you go on the road, like the good road, that ditch is always right fucking there, and I try to remember that, so that's why I say the complacency kills. Eye against eye, uh, two of a kind, but one won't survive. That's Most Deaf. That's one of my favorite tracks by Most Deaf. Oh, I love Most Deaf. Um, uh, oh, my mama said, "Shine your light on the world." I love most. Oh, most I definitely so he's good. Still doing stuff. Man. Yeah, he's a such a talented guy. Oh, uh, oh, what was I gonna my say? Uh, said, that's a good song. What was it? It was. Uh, oh, what was I about to say? It was on. It was on your point of. Uh, oh, Bill Burr. Oh Bill yes. Burr, I, oh, I keep this on my phone, and he's talking about. You know, he's he's you know you know fell off the wagon a few times, and yeah. he says you just got. But this was on diet. He was talking about like if you're, you know, because you know, food is an addiction. For oh people. fuck yeah, man! He's talking about when you're going hard, going hard, you see the results, and then you're like, okay, I'm doing well. Let's celebrate. Uh, he says, have a pizza, have a burger, and that's how you celebrate and fucking yourself oh, over. Yeah. But, then, but then he said, he said the words, and I'm gonna. I know this is uncensored. I won't say, it, but he says, are you really gonna just give it all up? You stupid. See you next Thursday. Yeah. And yeah. I tell myself that in my head. I say the word in my butt. Like, are you really gonna give it all up? Yeah. You've come so far. Yeah. Remember why you came this far in the first place? Yeah. And so I think about that a lot. Yes. Are you really just going to throw all this away? You're 30 now? Like, okay, this is the time. And by the way, if you're 20, 
you're going to get anxiety when you hit 30. But once you hit 30, it's like, okay, I'm in my lower, low, lower 30s. Yeah. It's like a reset. Now you're like, okay, now let's use what we learned, how we fucked up in our 20s. And if you're doing well, you're like, if you turn it around, okay, let's, let's, let's you know, make stuff in our 30s yeah. from the fuel that we we have in our 20s yeah but it's, what if you don't make it though what if you don't make what it? what if you exactly. don't make it i just talk about bruce lee 32 years old mm-hmm. my brother great dude man 34 years old left behind three children mm-hmm. he was he went you know what he did that night he went and walked the dog dude he How went and walked he, the dog he, like he walked the dog no no he walked the dog and the dog got off the leash and ran into the road and the dog the driver wanted to avoid this is a story wanted to avoid hitting the dog and veered and hit him oh man you know what i'm saying That's but so- it, it, it really does. Like, that wasn't the way he, you know, we all have a terminal illness. We all have a clock ticking mm-hmm. and we don't know our expiration date. So you right. might, so there might be some people in their 20s who are kind of getting anxiety about it, but there might be right. some in the 20s like, well, bro, you said you had to like live in yin and yang. You got to learn this shit, right? right? Oh, yeah. Bro, don't take, that's not no, the no, message. No, I'm no but say. I'm saying though, some people will take that and be like, yeah. well, I got to live and then I'll figure that shit out like you did. Right. You might not. You might not. And your lessons and your mistakes may be deathly and they may mm-hmm. hurt somebody else. And are you, even though you're going through your 20s or whatever age you are, it doesn't matter. We had Sippy Cup on here. He's 13. <laughs> are you getting the most out of the life that you get right. to have? Like, because we get to be here. Some people did not wake up today. Um, some people wish they would die. I've been there too. Mm-hmm. I want the pain to stop. I want the pain to end. Your pain ends maybe when you die, but everyone else's just begins. It's just beginning. And I said this in a, in a, a, a poem that I, I share sometimes at Open Mic, but I wrote it about... Be careful what you use to take the edge off. It might lead you. It might lead to you taking your own fucking head off. Mm-hmm. And I mean that so much because I've known people who have committed suicide. Um, I've known people who have made a suicide attempt, right? Yeah. And then midway through it, or after the action has occurred, shit. We have a podcast with somebody who says, "What the fuck did I just do? Uh-huh, what the yeah. fuck did I just do?" And what I think about is, what about all the people that use different means? The other end of a bullet. Mm-hmm. Or the other end of a belt buckle, or a or, or whatever the thing may have been, to where you don't even have the you don't even have the know how to go. What the fuck did I just do? Mm-hmm. And to go, you know, just the means. There's you no can't reverse it. And it fucked me up too because I wonder how many people. Because you know they say the brain stays alive for a little bit and yeah. the body dies. Oh, man, yeah. I wonder how many people have. We'll never know until we meet them one day. I don't know where, but yeah. how many people have pulled the trigger, realized, oh shit, I'm dead. I can't. I wish I didn't fucking do that. Yeah. What the fuck did I do? Right? Like, and they, they didn't talk about people that, that survived too. off of jumping off bridges that have lived. When they're falling, they say every, it's 100%, they regret it, right? When they do it, as they're falling, they say, I wish I didn't do this. And they survive. So please and, listen yeah. to that. Anybody out there who's looking to end things or a permanent solution for a temporary problem, like, it may take a little bit of time. It may be uncomfortable, but this too shall pass. This, yeah, I always say and, that. And, and I don't get strength from going inside me. I really don't. Like, I know it's me versus me, but I don't get strength from going, oh, um, I'm, uh, I'm best, I'm better. Like, what helps me a lot of times is thinking about and what's given me a lot of fuel lately to your point of fuel is what if I only went through all of this stuff just to be able to use it to hopefully help someone else like if someone can say like hey man when you said that that way that really resonated with me or I I just I feel like take it and use it to help others Um, because somebody out there is hurting and you went through that pain yourself Mm -hmm. you felt it do you really want somebody else to fucking feel that shit So don't hear it wrong when we're talking about these things about there are growing pains, there are things we have to go through and endure in life, but do you really need to learn the fucking hard way to learn? Right, dude, and disclaimer, I almost died a few times. Like, I am very lucky to be alive. The most recent one was a few months ago 
we went on a hike through the mountains here. I was dehydrated. I was knocking back. I don't really do liquor, but I was knocking back liquor. The on the hike? On the hike. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that was son. the point of the hike. We're like, oh, you drink and then you go to these checkpoints. It's like this fun run thing. But I, like me, I can't have just one. Yeah. So we go and we're watching the World Cup at someone's house. And then I sleep over. I wake up, hungover. I stand up to get some water. Or I, it was either water or another drink the next yeah. day. And I'm standing in front of a table. And the only thing I remember is black. Yeah. And severe pain on the left side of my head and my left elbow, and me making a sound like a dying buck, like a like a. Let me hear that shit. Like sound. <laughs> and then, as I start coming to, I'm on the ground, and I realize, oh my god, I just, I just fell. Yeah. I just either had a stroke or a heart attack, and I'm crawling back to it, like the, it's like tunnel vision, and it's like you know in a video game where you're like kind of get shot, and it's everything's like tunnel vision. Yeah, and yeah. As you heal up. You, that but my head's hurting my elbows hurting i'm crawling back to the sofa and i'm laying there i'm like what just happened yeah look it up later either a heart a mini heart attack or a stroke oh shit almost died this is a few this is world cup yeah whatever yeah. the world so maybe that wasn't like, that long ago yeah that was i like, think what the summer just, or just a few months ago yeah and i'm like and even that didn't stop me man. yeah yeah it was what's i went through all that and then i kind of slowed down but the taste of wine it just got old. Yeah. The, the feeling of it, it just got old. I can't enjoy it. I will never have that. This is my moment. I'm so glad you're yeah. here with that. I'm drinking. I'm like, bad. I've done it so much. I, uh, I associated with bad memories. That wow. taste with bad memories. Yeah. More than there's no good memory. I forgot forgot them. Yeah, or, or that's another memories. thing too. Even the good times that did happen, like you'll see mm -hmm. pictures and be like, "Oh shit, we was doing some fun shit." When did that happen? You can't even remember it. Can't even remember. You can't even remember that Super Bowl. You can't even remember that Christmas celebration, that Thanksgiving, that whatever it was, that bar mitzvah, whatever the thing was, because mm -hmm. you were so fucked up, right? Right, or that wedding or that reception, and it just it just sucks. And I, I just think we're not getting to enjoy the life that we have. Right. We think it's enhancing the situation, but for some of us. You're fucking it up. It is. And it's, it's, a, it's a numbing moment, but then the anxiety shoots up. And so finally, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going through a bottle of wine at night. And then, uh -huh. like, sake. And then, you know, Kieran Strong Zero. And oh, because they don't have no carbs, so you're good, right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're like, yeah, there's no calories. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know they're that game. empty calories. Yeah, empty calories. Yeah. And, like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, it's killing me. Yeah. All right, destroy the enemy. Destroy yeah. the target acquired. Let's destroy it. You fucking fucked up that bridge, huh? Fuck up that bridge. Yeah. Uh, of that to me. I also learned, I read somewhere the liquor section is strategically placed. And is it's like it? Peanuts, you know, across from it because peanuts uh -huh. and beer. Ah. Think of it as a Venus flytrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you guys don't know what it is, it's, it's that plant with jaws at a fly lands, and then it shuts, and it doesn't open oh, up. Oh, like from the little shop of horse. Yeah. Or, or in Mario Brothers, when you jump into the plant, exactly. and that motherfucker the, jumps the, up. The, the little dotted one, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, Venus yeah, yeah. flytrap. Think of the section as a Venus flytrap. It's say the fuck. I, I yeah. walk around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell no. Yeah. I used to go to the bars downtown. Mm. I haven't been in so long. I can pass by them right now, and not the, the idea of going in is not even in my thought. I hope that in a few months I can pass by the liquor section, the right, wine right. section, yeah. and I can have that same feeling. I can go to cashier, see vapes. I don't. I have the same feeling. Yeah. I hope, and so that is this trajectory I'm at right now. It'll come. It It'll comes. Come. And it, if it, it anyone does. is struggling with this right now, 
I know it is repetitive. It worked for me. Just, this is the enemy. He's trying to kill you. And it's, it's a little golem. Yeah. And it's going, I'm My sorry. Is, I'm just staring at you. All it wants to do is, is, is hurt you like you're hurting right now. That's right. So get it. Just get it the fuck away from you. Be like, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. I'm going to execute you slowly and I'm going to enjoy every minute. Yeah. This is an inanimate object, by the way. Uh-huh. Not a living thing. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not. No, this is not homicidal tendencies, right. folks. Right. This is metaphorically speaking. This is a metaphor. Exactly. But it's it's working for me and I've been trying to do it for years. Yeah. And it work. It's working so far. I'm on day five. Yeah. This weekend, dude. I can't wait to have a sober weekend. Yeah. I'm, I'm shot. Tomorrow I'm boxing. I'm Good doing my song. first boxing class. Fuck yeah. I started doing, I climbed a mountain. I'm, my week consisted of shadow boxing, watching Rocky, climbing a mountain. Yeah. And tomorrow boxing. Maybe going to Hiroshima with some, there were some Marines that we hung out after the mic and we were talking about going to Hiroshima. That's so tight, man. That's just tight. Just actually meeting people and, you know, some of them had a few drinks in them, so we drove to McDonald's. Yeah. And, I mean, just meeting people. Instead of yeah. just being in my my apartment with a bottle on my phone, binging YouTube. It's true, man. It's true. It's yeah. it's so true. And and is it is it helping you be the best version of yourself? And, and look, folks, like, I hope people out there hearing is like, yeah, but you got one life to live. You got one life to live, so live it. Look, I, I say it again. What about the quality of your life? And I can remember this, too, and it's so good that you said that about the the running tomorrow the boxing class you're gonna go to Hiroshima with some cool people you're gonna connect with some good people like MGC make good choices but MGC in the other way is move gratitude connect we need that connection and I'd say that's so important and to move because mood follows action like Joe Rogan has said many a times if I only worked out when I felt like it I'd be a fat fuck mm-hmm. right if I only did the right thing when I felt like it I wouldn't be a good person right that's just the God's honest truth so you, that's where that discipline comes into play but Putting that effort, putting that time and energy. If you just sat in your apartment this weekend and had no plan, guess what? You're planning to fail. That's just what it is because you're going to relapse. And I can remember specifically standing in the kitchen. We're living in Norfolk, Virginia, my hometown. We're living there, had a house. And I was talking to my wife one night. And it was like three or four months into one of my sober kicks that I had. Um, I remember telling her when I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And this is before I went to therapy and this is before I was on uh, some of the SSRIs and medications I'm on. So I think that was also a thing too because I self-medicated, but I could never really assess where was I at because I was always in some form or fashion of fucked up or hung over, right? right? So it was like, is it the chicken or the egg or what the fuck's going on here? So I really wasn't able to get to know me and realize, oh, I need to go talk to somebody like for real, for real and get somewhere and make progress until I had the alcohol out of my system. So that was one big thing. Um, but I said to her, I, I said, I feel like I have nothing to fucking look forward to. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have nothing, like fuck FOMO, fear of missing out. I have nothing to look forward to right. because I felt like sobriety was so fucking boring. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like it was cool at first, like, okay, exercise, that pink cloud syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have that, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you might be in it right now or you're going to feel it in the next few weeks because it's that initial like removing of everything in the veil and being able to yeah. see. But then that wears off and you need to find things that are going to sustain you. Right. And, and continue on with those things and give you things to look forward to. One of the things like coaching out here, right? I tell a lot of young people like, go out and coach because here's the thing, Friday and Saturday nights are usually our, you deserve it time, right? But if I gotta wake up at eight and go coach soccer or I gotta go coach t-ball or some shit, I can't get fucked up tonight. Right. So it gives me a reason to do the right thing. Like for me, I try to make myself with outside commitments. Like that run, everybody's like, oh my God, you're so motivated doing it. Dude, it is the most passive aggressive thing I do to myself. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. This is, this is so reverse psychology. 
I do that because if I didn't put the word out and say, everybody join me for the run, I'm going to come get y'all and we'll ride together and everything like that. For me, again, I say, I can't do it for me, like the right thing most of the time, right. even though it is me versus me. So people are like, this dude doesn't make no fucking sense. I know, right? Join, join my head, right? right. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But knowing that morning or that night before, like, oh, fuck, I got to go to bed because I got to get up because these people are waiting on me. These people mm-hmm. are depending on me. These kids at this game are depending on me to be there. These Marines where we work at, these people I serve with, they're depending on me to back all this shit up. Right. I've been talking all this shit. I got to back it up. And none of us really want to be a hypocrite, even though we always live long enough to be one. Right. But that is like, I put those things out there so it's like accountability, accountability. for myself, right? And the connections and the vibes, well, I don't I, for respect those for A, that's just not me. I don't feel like I'm an alcoholic anymore because I don't drink. I'm not going to walk around the rest of my life personally and say I'm an alcoholic. I will say that I shouldn't do certain things. Right. I'm more uh, likely to fuck this up if I put alcohol into my mouth. But one thing I love about Kevin, and a lot of these things we're talking about, he talks about remove the alcohol, do the work, and then I forgot the third step, but he always says at the end of all of his talks, and it's on YouTube, Habits V2, Kevin O'Hara, he says, keep the alcohol at your mouth. When in doubt, just follow that fucking rule. And that has helped me out so much. Just don't put it near your mouth. But you talked about going to the store. When I first started mm-hmm. this thing, I would walk past, like go to the shopping cart and shit, and I would fucking flick off the fucking, like yeah. I, would, I would flip the bird at the aisle like, fuck you, bitch. You're not getting me this time, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And that was my mentality towards yep. it. Fuck you. You're not going to bring me down. Because I, I honestly, man, like, Again, and I think I cut you off and I apologize for it, but earlier when I was talking about people getting close to suicide, like me, um, I know there's times my wife hid the fucking weapons from me, like, Mm -hmm. and she's like that, and there's times I woke up, there's a belt buckle hanging from a doorknob, and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Or I've done it, and attempts, like, I've been down that road, but every single time, I never did it clean and sober. Now, when I was younger, I did, like, teenage years and stuff like that, Um, clean and sober, yeah, yeah, but not as an adult. Every fucking regret, everything that almost led to my demise and death was somehow connected to alcohol. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You cut off the fucking bridge, you kill that fucking Every golem. Every single inconvenience. I still have things that I wish I could get back, but it's like, okay, I learned from that and I move on. And I, I think for a lot of us, if we're honest, um, that can be said the same for us. So that you were describing a friend and we got to talk about yeah. jumping off the bridge, so I apologize. No, I wasn't trying to be good. disrespectful, but. Every single inconvenience I've had in my adult, like I'd say 98% was from alcohol. Every single regret, regrettable text. And what Cam was saying about, you know, going out with Marines, and I'm not a Marine. I'm an outside observer, but I work around you guys. See, we're I'm, trying to open up the audience to scope everybody. This isn't just right. a military podcast. This is a civilian DOD right here. There and, we go. And civvy, yeah, personnel. But what I've seen is that you guys have one of the strongest support systems when it comes to camaraderie. Mm. You guys have such a rich culture. Yeah, there's like, you know, the smoke circles where people are. Oh, the smoke heavy. pits? The smoke pits. Oh, oh smoke pit philosophers, dog. I was smoke a card carrying smoke pit philosopher for years. I was smoke I was pit pontificators. What's pontificators. up? <laughs> but at the same time, if you need help, I can tell you right now from what I've seen in the Marine Corps, watching Marines, help is so nearby. Yes. And you can ask 
I, if you just go to a few Marines and I say, I need your help, I need you, someone within five minutes is going to be like, what's up? How can yeah. we help you? But they can't read your mind. So They can't, they can't read your mind. And you, and I, I remember Justin mentioned this, like, we can't do it for you. You no. have to also step up and say, I need help and ask. Yeah. Because otherwise people don't know. You just don't know. You people just, don't, you just know. don't know. Like, and unless it's like a spouse, you can't force somebody to go to an evaluation. Right. I, know, I know there's certain ways to do that, but like in most cases, help us help you, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody's a mind reader. Um, like, yep. But just know that no matter what it is, like this too shall pass. Like this some of the shittiest moments of our entire lives, you're like, when the fuck will this end? Well, like Hanoi Hilton, Admiral Stockdale, he got out eventually. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nelson Mandela. Um, he got out. Did he took, get out? He got yeah, out. he got yeah. out. He got out. And then he was the fucking president of South Africa. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's this too shall pass. And But I, I definitely feel like when we're in the funk, we're in the cloud of it. We can't see that. Mm-hmm. And that oh, doesn't feel yeah. real. And it's like, oh, easy for you to say, motherfucker. You don't know my life. You don't know what I'm going through. You're right. I don't. But I can probably have a good idea of it. And I just, are you going to be a victor or a victim? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and, and don't let this thing win. Whatever this thing is that's bringing you down, whether it's your past or it's a substance or maybe it's your past and a substance or maybe it's a, a significant other that fucked you over or whatever. Like, haven't these things, these people, these inanimate objects, haven't they taken enough away from you? Right. Why are you going to let them take more? Why are you going to let them win? And that's what helps me. I look. I think of it like a competition. Like, nah, me, bitch. You ain't winning against me. But for some people, it may be a different approach. But for me, right. I look at it like a, like you're not, like you said, the enemy. You are right. not going to end me. You are not going to end me, enemy. You're right. there. And you know what? Maybe you're necessary to a certain degree because I've learned from you or whatever like that. But I'm not. You will not make me meet my maker or whatever's coming next because I don't know 100%. what's coming next. But I'm not going to fucking die over this. I'm not going to die over but this. But when I've been really fucked up and really intoxicated and really down in the dumps, Switches. I've been like, ah, eh, fuck differences to make. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Right. And I have thought to there. And I know there's some other people out there listening, hurting. Um, look, it's not going to be walking in the building 411 and talking to a community counselor. It's not going to be talking to Doc Fernandez at the Branch Health Clinic. It's not going to be listening to one podcast or doing one workout that's going to fix everything. Fuck no. Not one thing, not one source will fix everything, but it might just make it a little bit better. And and hopefully it's not that thing, something that you can't take back, that ruins your life. Yeah. Hopefully. Or somebody know, else's, Or man. someone else's. Someone else's, dude. Also, something that I tell myself, and I don't mean this in a harsh way, but when it comes to this, if you're going through this, just know you're not special. And what I mean by that is you're not the only one going through this or has gone through this. Yes. This is something that many people have gone through and they'll be like, yo, I got you. People are going through it right now. Right so now. what I did is I, I call it robot mode. Okay. I'm like, I was, when I would be laying there hungover, I'm like, go to the gym. No, robot mode, shut off, shut off thoughts forcing myself to get up don't think empty your mind uh, walk to, to at least get to the gym get yeah. to the gym if you're good to if now if you're good to drive yeah yeah get yeah, yeah, to the yeah. gym at least get there find a, find whatever machine if you don't have a plan what what's free legs perfect get on that leg thing start doing some reps something a few minutes later i'm going to tell you you're going to feel a switch do some squats yeah i do squats when i'm having a bad day 20 squats later, it it's turns around. I tell my bosses all the time, I just did 20 push-ups, I feel great. Yeah, Everyone mood just, follows action, dog. Mood follows mood, action. It, and sometimes the hardest part is putting on your shoes and going to the location. Right. You know, like, no we wanna, I, well, when I feel like it, guess what, y'all? You ain't never, ever going to feel like it. Like, you might on some days, but most days you're not. But once you get there, you get to move in, like, the mood will follow action. Right. What if, say, free your, free your mind, your ass will follow type thing or whatever? Right. I kind of think it's like, move your ass, then your mind will follow. Right. Like Exactly. Robot uh, mode, get up. 
And the thing, I, I heard this kid on YouTube, he does these like live streams where he's studying, Pomodoro studying. Um, and so it's like you study for an hour, you take a 10 minute break, study, 10 minute break. Yeah, I've someone, always wanted to do that. <laughs> oh my God, that's my method at work. It's great. But like someone asked, me, someone asked him, how do you stay so motivated? And he says, well, it's not really motivation. Ooh. It's because I have to do this. Yes. It is something... Um, I don't like, like, I think it was Joe Rogan. He said, I don't like, yeah, like you said, I don't like going to the gym. No one enjoys it. Maybe some people enjoy it, but I, think, I go yeah. there because I have to. And then af as you do it, you get those endorphins yep. going. And there's nothing better than being like, I don't want to do this workout. It's leg day, but you do it anyway. Yeah. And then you get back home like, I did it. Big victory. And that adds and up, man. Those add bricks up, add up, dude. Add like up. <laughs> Knock out that victory in the morning. Okay, what? What can I do? Okay, let's study Japanese. Dude. Knocked it, it out. It really worked. There's times in the morning, because I think uh, Les Brown said, like, the first few minutes you're awake is very imperative. So a lot of times yeah, people look at- First hour. First hour, mm -hmm. right? 20-20-20 like, rule. So what are you putting in your mind at that time, right? Like, I'll be honest, there's many mornings I'm like, fuck this. I do not want to get over right now. What the fuck am I doing? The hardest part about waking up early, it took me years to realize, the hardest part about waking up early, you know what it is? Going uh, to bed early. Going to, yeah, going yeah, to yeah. fucking yep. bed early. That's when the discipline, because in my, you know, it's kind of like when you're drunk. I don't think that's like, who you, that's who you really are. Well, I'm not who I really am when I first wake up in the morning either. I'm right. a piece of shit, and I want to go back to that soft pillow in that bed and just lay down and be comfortable. But I immediately I put in an earbud, and I start I start positively brainwashing myself with something. Right. I listen to some fucking Jocko, some David Goggins, some oh, fucking yeah. Les Brown, something good, some comedy, something to get me moving, some music I like, right? Um, just to get that because momentum's fucking real mm -hmm. and that's why I'm bringing this up because when you said that like you got that feeling that sense of accomplishment I did it well you build that the next day you build it the next day and now you're on a fucking roll you got a right? chain go you got a chain and you're breaking that shitty chain that shitty right. cycle that you might have grown up in or seen or whatever but a lot of the people will stop and they'll say well I don't know what to do that's okay YouTube it that's okay. You can go Literally on Pinterest and find, and they always fucking steal workouts and they call it like the Wolverine workout <laughs> or the fucking Batman workout. Just find that shit out. Go on Pinterest. You can find out tons of working workouts. Screenshot that shit. Do it. it. From all the equipment in the world you have access to, to none. To mm -hmm. just some prison workout shit. Like workout it can shit. be done. Like mm -hmm. you can get a deck of cards and slay the shit out of yourself and have tons <laughs> of endorphins, right? But that is a real high. You can't, I remember Emma said on, on it wasn't in here. It was that she did it uh, YOLO. She, she had a whole poem on you can't drink that. She would talk about like the feeling of her and her sister connecting over this thing that occurred. You can't drink, you can't that. drink that. She would talk about this sense of accomplishment and w she went off all these things. I don't want to ruin her art because it was much better than what I'm describing. But at the end of it, she would go, you can't drink that. Right. You can't drink that. You can't drink the feeling of connection with another human. Mm -hmm. You can't drink that. And did you really need that to begin with? Like right. to connect with another human. Probably not. We're just insecure. We're, 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 we're standoffish and stuff like that. So we want something to take the edge off. But then it, it, it just that downward spiral. And I can't speak for everybody, but those listening to me that are like this, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Right. You know what I'm saying. So the momentum is real. And uh, Jocko, hey, Rome wasn't built overnight. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker didn't fall apart overnight either. We always hear that didn't, didn't, wasn't built overnight. But we never think about, there was a slow demise too. There was. There was a, it took hundreds of years to build it up and it took hundreds of years for it to tear down to nothing, right? And they eventually became vulnerable and plagues hit them and the, the bar all, all the shit that happened, right? Yeah. But it didn't happen overnight. 
it's literally one day at a time. All of it. One up. day at a time. One victory though. at a Because literally that's all you, you're not, I'm not, we're not tomorrow yet. No. Nope. It is today. It's what, May 12th, yep. 2023. May 12th, 2023. I got the victories that I want to knock out today. Today. And I knocked them out today. One of the best victories, you know what my first victory was for five days in a row? Waking up sober. There you go. Waking up with no hangover. I'm already winning. Yeah. During the day. Seriously, so man. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I start shadow boxing. Yep. Which, by the way, is awesome. Man. Oh, fuck, I yeah. I love shadow yeah, boxing. That's and a good by the one. way, if you got, so they got this thing on uh, the VR. Uh, it's a Creed game, a boxing game. Oh, for real? But they also got a gym in there. And if you got a, a quest or a meta quest, check this out. You can do meta quest Creed? Yeah. Oh, and man, you to make me go buy this shit. super realistic, but they got the gym there too. Yeah. So they got drills. So now you're hitting the bag. They even got a treadmill that you're, you're running in place. You're yeah. hitting the bag doing these drills, and your stance becomes better. Now, you got to make sure you're not throwing. You know, shadow right, 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 right. back so you don't mess up your tendon. But, dude, an hour in, I'm, my tatami floor is soaked. Then I take it off, and I do what I did without yeah, yeah. the helmet. Soaked. My that's that's back, tight, dude. And, and it's amazing. I'm, I'm at home. Yeah. And that's, I think that's my liberation. My big things are... Fitness, comedy, movies, making yeah. them and watching them, and then learning Japanese and bettering myself. And yeah. I can't, I get the weekend to do it. If I drink tonight, if mm-hmm. I drink tonight, tomorrow, I'm going to wake up around 2 p.m., mm-hmm. feel like crap, just focus on drinking mineral water, looking at texts, like, who did I message when uh. I said, go to sleep, wake up Sunday, like, okay, well, I got to do the chores I was going to do Saturday. Now it's the evening, now tomorrow's work. What did I accomplish besides doing my laundry? I should have done. Yeah, man. It's like those like, little things. Oh, man. It, they add up, bro. They they add, they add the, the fuck up. And, and I, I love what you're saying about what you say. It becomes a routine. Yes. And then it's like my people are like my life sucks. No, just change your routine up a little bit. The things you do sucks. The things you do suck, and you don't suck. It's the things you do, and yes. you can change that. And maybe the people you're around. It, maybe it, they suck. That's a huge. Maybe they watch suck. The people you. Be careful with that this F word. Mic. I met great people. Great people. And that, we, what was that? That, that was Friday, last mic. Mm-hmm. Hung out with those Marines. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Great time. And I was like, you know what? I did this. No drinks. Yeah. I we had, had a, a totally, fr- we did a Friday night outdoor mic. Outdoor. That there was a little bit of mosquitoes. We took care of those. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Will. He brought some bug spray. Uncle Will. Yes, Oh, sir. Uncle Will, man. I, but you got to have those healthy outlets, man. Find those things that are going to kind of keep you on track because we're creatures of habit and we will, we, I will always default to like my lowest denominator, which is usually not good stuff. Right. And I, so I have to, people are like, how do you stay so busy? How do you do this? And look, I'm not bragging here. I'm just saying I have to, Yeah, I have to like one thing I do, I go to the gym in the morning, I do something and then I'll go at noon too, because that wears my ass out to where by time, nighttime, I'm gonna be honest. I'm. It's not. I don't have to take melatonin. I'm fucking tired. But for years, I was like, I got problems with sleeping. No, motherfucker, you got problems with having crown of coke, and then watching fucking Conan O'Brien, and then being like, I'm gonna wake up and conquer the world tomorrow. No, you're not. Oh yeah, that. No, you're not. That world is ours. Yeah. Wake up like the world is someone else's. Oh man, that waking up early shit. I don't think it's the only way, but I guarantee you, if you start waking up early, whatever your early is, because everybody has different schedules. But for me, the way I live, four thirty. By four thirty, I'm awake, and I'm I'm pumping something into my system like mm-hmm. as far as positivity writing down maybe what I'm grateful for something all those little things kind of build up and they're like cornerstone foundational habits for the day of building my day exactly. then I go to the gym for about an hour or two then by the time I finally do go to 
work and get to work, like I've already been awake. I've already accomplished things. If I did something hard, like go uphill to mm-hmm. a castle, the whole rest of the day is literally downhill. Literally downhill. And, and a lot of those anxieties and a lot of those worries and stuff, they kind of get alleviated by that. And I'm on medication too. And I do the counseling and therapy stuff. So it's not just exercise. It's not just waking up early, but doing all of those. Like that's where I'm learning now. It's like a wellness omelet. It's not wellness just like, yeah. like it's not just like uh, give me an everything omelet. Like it's not just the, oh, if you eat green peppers, oh, if you eat onions. And if you, it's got to be colorful. Uh, like you have to throw some cheese in there. Cake. No, I want some Kobe Jack. I want some Mexican cheese. I want, <laughs> I want the cheddar cheese. I want all of that. I want the Mexican blend they have. You know, oh, yeah. I want all of it. Because all of those little things add up to a bomb ass omelet mm-hmm. and lead to hopefully me living a better version of myself and a more fulfilling life for myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it, but we're, we're fixated on, well, I did seven minute abs and it's not fixing. And hey, I bought the MetaQuest VR and uh, Alberto said if I did the Creed thing, I'd feel better. I don't feel better right now. What fucking no shit, dick? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, forgive my language, but like, <laughs> no shit. No shit. Like, you're not going to, like, it's the things that's going on in our lives. Right. And the other things that we're doing. You can't just do the MetaQuest Creed and then be like, yeah, but I'm going to have a crown and I get fucked up and hang out with shitty people. And then right. I'm going to be with people that make me feel worse about myself or I lead astray or whatever the case may be. But I did that Creed workout. Yeah, dude. You had like a green pepper today. Right. You, yeah, you have to have the whole omelet. Yeah, you, gotta, you, gotta, you can't you just gotta, pick and choose. But it's not just that the, one thing. It's a it's a conglomerate. It's a cocktail of all of them. Oh Jerry, shit, cocktail! I'm triggering relapse. What's up, Jerry Seinfeld? Who I'm not a big fan of his comedy, but he said something great to comics. Who a comic came up? He says, "What do you? What did you do? What did you do to get where you are?" And he says, "Don't break the chain." Don't break the chain. Don't break the chain. I always remember, don't break the chain. You're talking about like, the chain is in momentum? The chain of every day. Like you, you, he, he was at Mike's every single night. Yes. Never break, always doing it. Focusing on that, fo- getting better and better. You can, you can have a chain of bad. I, had a, I have a year, I have a big ass chain that's years worth. But I just started this new chain. Cuban link, beautiful chain. I yeah, yeah. Five little links on it, but we're going to add two this weekend. Yeah. But it's that... It's that momentum. And yes. so go, were you talking about being up, uh, like you like being up at night. That was my thing. Oh, yeah. Going to bed at 8.30 and waking up at 4 when it's still dark. Mm. I go to sleep when it's dark. I wake up. It's still dark. Knock out stuff. When we jogged to the top of that mountain yeah. and it turned from dark to light and we saw the sunrise, that's Man. a great way for it to turn Bro, to light. Bro, we earned Instead the sunrise. Instead of stumbling out. Have you ever stumbled out of a bar and it's bright? It sucks when you stumble out and you yeah. see a jogger go like, by and you lock eyes and we're like, oh man. I could be doing that. This dude's this dude's probably like, I'm glad I'm not him right now. Yeah. And yeah, that's that not even hurts. like to be in a judgmental type, like, you know, casting stones. Yeah. yeah, it's it's honestly like here is a person living and feeling like the feeling that that person has, whether they're running, walking, whatever. Like, I don't want people to think this is only for like you guys are just always enhancing physical fitness. No, I'm just no. dumb, and it's a simple way to get right. to feeling better. Like, this is literally if I'm not doing this, I am I am that guy at the bar, and yeah. hopefully one day I can jog past and see a dude like that and just be like, I hope the best for that. Hopefully, yeah. I can encourage. Maybe, you. maybe, maybe you're that that thing, you know. And, and all of these things I've heard so many times. Too, and a lot of times I reiterate things on purpose yeah. because sometimes we're not listening. Sometimes we're staring off at something else. We're like, oh, what the fuck did they say? You don't backtrack <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So it's like that reiteration. And a, a great mentor of mine uh, just retired from active duty, but he said, if you ain't said it in sixty days, you ain't said it at all. Right. 
right? Because right? we're we're dumb. We'll forget stuff. And the dullest pen, Chinese proverb, the dullest pencil is sharper in my memory. So if I don't write it down, if I don't kind of like brainwash myself with it. The dullest pencil will sharpen my memory. No, the dullest pencil is sharper than my memory. It's sharper than my, That's beautiful. So that's why you write shit down. You know what I mean? And that's why I like carry on this little book all the time. But on the book, I have the Dr. King Street Sweeper speech. I have on here, Be Water My Friend. I have on here, Lead Like You Want to Be Led. Callous Your Mind, The Dichotomy of Control. Like I have all these little quotes and these things, these reminders to kind of keep myself in check because, hey, again, to the point earlier, that ditch is right there all the right fucking there. time, man. And, and look, it might be the arts. It might be working out. It might be community service. Look, those are the things that work for us, that works for me, but you might have other versions or other things of that. I, I don't know what those may be, but you have to try, dude. You have to, try. you have to at least give some shit a try and don't just try it once and be like, that's not for me. Okay, negative, you know what I mean? Like, uh, try it and try it maybe again to see if, hey, it's not one workout, it's not one meal is gonna make you healthy or fit. It may take a, a few more workouts, a few more weeks to see progress, to feel the momentum, to get that chain going in the right, right. direction. Um, we gotta stop, exactly. we gotta stop, stop seeking perfection. And thinking that everybody else's life is perfect, because I'm gonna tell you right now, it they ain't. Not. They ain't. It is not perfect. Anyone who says they're perfect, Watch out for them. That's yeah, kind of scary. Creepy. Yeah. yeah, it's creepy. And if you're if you're going through this right now, let's if you're right now in bed, feeling some kind of way, and you're just giving this a shot, it's okay to feel like that. Yep. And it's going to get better, like Cam said. And I always say this: this too shall this pass. This too shall pass, that, my friends. That means. That, that is something you can apply for good things and bad things. Fuck yes. Thank you for saying that. Good and bad. Thank you for saying these, that. Those, these moments of bad, if you're feeling bad right now, this is going to pass. And then when, if, when you feel great, this, that's also going to pass. And cherish those. Yeah. Cherish those moments. And these, these bad times, when it becomes good, if it becomes good, and I'm rooting for you, you know, gambate, remember those bad times. And remember that this good time happened because you ch made an active choice to get up and do your best to make those bad times change. Yeah. Now you're doing good and look back and be like, I'm in a good place. Yeah. This too shall, this too can pass with, if you bring a bottle to your lips, if you pop a pill, <laughs> that's right. You know, if you, if you see a person that you know, you shouldn't be with, you know, they're bad for you. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that can turn it, I can turn it back. But remember, if you actively do it, this too shall pass. I am so used to doing on, I did, was a radio DJ for four years, being funny on a mic. <laughs> and so this is my first time I've been like serious, but this is almost like I'm telling this right now because this is part of my sober journey. If yeah. I keep this to myself, Ain't nobody gonna know, and I have no accountability. Yeah, now you, this does work too. For anybody out there listening, you're like, oh, great for you guys doing the right thing in life and telling everybody about it. But also, like I said earlier, it's a passive aggressive right. accountability thing because do you wanna be a hypocrite? And everybody right. be like, oh, so uh, that guy fell off the wagon two days later. How's right. he doing? He talked a lot of good shit on that one Friday. And now he's, and now he's getting dragged out. Now he's in jail. I've been, I went to jail because I <laughs> fell asleep in a taxi. That was one of my bits. And yeah, I, we saw him go to jail again. Yeah, and it can happen. And it's it, that ditch it is, is always ditch. waiting for you. This too shall pass, but you can't get complacent. You have to, I, I feel like I have to stay ahead of myself because mm -hmm. if I leave myself to my own devices, I'll do some stupid shit. That's just, right. it's just, I mean, hey man. And if you're like that, well, A, you're not alone. So, not and, alone. and it's okay, but you have to make sound choices 
throughout the days, throughout the moments by moments, right? Because that's what life is. Life isn't the graduations. Life isn't Christmases and bar mitzvahs and these fucking weddings. Like that's, those are just like fucking highlight. Right. right? No, I'm talking about the game of life, the day to day. That's like that's why I love like Nick Saban, the coach for Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. He comes from West Virginia. He comes from nothing. I went to a school one time where he grew up at, and he comes from nothing, but he understands the process. That's what he always preaches is the process, the process. and that's rooted. Like they'll be up by 30, 40 points, and he'll be pissed off on the sideline. You're like, dude, what's wrong with this guy? Anybody outside is like, how the fuck are you winning? And you're mad. No, no, no. He's not mad because of the scoreboard. The scoreboard will take care itself he's scared because these motherfuckers are starting being lazy and right. they're being complacent and his thought is it's not about the whole workout it's about the next fucking rep right it's not about the marathon it's about the next fucking step exactly. and all those little things add up and if you're doing it the right and you're doing it to the best of your ability that scoreboard will take care of a fucking self right Emptying and it's a process your mind and that's what that's how i approach the day now empty your mind focus on what you're focusing on right yeah. now if i'm at the gym don't think about work. Empty your mind. Focus on the gym. When I get to work, empty your mind. Just get the job done. Yeah. When I'm studying Japanese, be water, my friend. Be water, that my is, friend. That quote I've heard for years. Yeah. And just you, when you brought it up, it resonated with me. I watched his entire interview, which, by the way, the top comment on that interview was, yo, imagine if this guy was on Joe Rogan. Dude. That I, would I, I, be I, I, Man, there's a few humans. He's one of them Three. that I wish could have lived longer. I wish. But, I mean... He, I mean, look at the legacy he Goodness left behind. Me. It's almost like he did his job. Oh, for sure. And it's. Are we doing ours though? Are we doing ours? Are we? Are you listening right now? And us talking right now. Are we doing ours? And I hope to God I'm doing it. And again, I'm not here saying look how good I am. Fuck I'm saying no. this is. That's what why we're I'm talking. Doing. That's why we have no video right now because right. we don't look that good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm only five days in. My skin's still clearing up. Oh man. But yeah, like if you. If you're sitting here listening to this, I'm going to tell you right now, I went through it. You don't want to go through it because it is a gamble. My heart is still beating. I almost died underwater. Yeah. Because I, I was, uh, it was narcosis and because I drank the night before I was diving in the airplane graveyard and I didn't listen to my watch. And I remember just seeing... My basically nitrogen was flooding my muscles, and I was I was dying. What? And fuck? I all I had to go do was go up a little bit. But I remember just the thoughts in my head were like, "Don't die! Don't like just I want to be here with humans. Yeah. I want to be here. We're around World War II airplanes, stick like just in the water in the middle of nowhere, and it became this surreal environment. And it was almost like this sounds cheesy, but Neptune. Like, okay, if you're gonna come down here, you gotta respect me. And when I tell you to get the fuck out, you get the fuck out right now. So either you can stay here and I'm going to have you forever yeah. because your hungover ass decided to come here without the proper, you know, without the proper yeah. measures. Or you can get the fuck out right now because I'm telling you, you need to leave right now. So I, I, I went, I actually, I grabbed, I have this all on video and I, I want to show other divers, but I grabbed the nearest diver's hand and I was squeezing it. And I was like, don't, like, don't let me go. And it was almost like too late. And he just brought me up and it went away. Wow. We started ascending. But I always think about that, like just going, going too deep. I went, it literally went in too deep and I hung around it for a while. And if you do this with these substances and you hang around for a while, you better hope it's, it's not too, turn it around before it's too late. Yes. And get the, if, if something in your life is like, okay, you're in here too long. You need to get the fuck out or, yeah. or you're mine. Yeah. Basically, death is saying you're mine. 
or a you know a bad like you're let's say you end up in prison. You just don't know, because man. You, you, is that is that the life that you wanted is to that have? The life is, you want, just get the fuck out. Yeah. And if you feel like you have any business going there again and being healthy with it, sure. But I don't think I can. And mm. I'm admitting to myself, yeah, I cannot drink one more drink. And it yeah. took me until thirty to realize that. I can't just have one drink. I'm sorry. No, hell no. And I once can't. To, what do they say? Uh, one's not enough, and and what is, what is it? One's too much, and yeah. not and it's not it's too many or some shit. What is it? One's too many, and two's not enough or some shit like that. But like two's not enough. Some shit like that. I can't. Remember. I'm fucking a smile. There's like this dude's a fucking idiot. He's fucking this whole thing. I felt like fucking uh, the honorable Mr. Bush when he's like, you fool me. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> Fool me twice, fool me three times. Can't well, that's fool, all me. Fool me again. If you fool me a fourth time, go fool right me. ahead. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> now watch this drive. Yeah, no, I love it, man. But yeah. it it does all of the stuff. They they add up, and and you have to know yourself. And if you're listening to us, and, and you're of this kind of whether it's a substance or maybe it's relationships, yeah, or maybe man. it's you're a sex addict, or maybe it's gambling. I was that. Um, or maybe it's fucking something else that's destructive. Like right. it could be collecting stamps. If stamps are causing problem in your life, well, maybe you need to check your stamp your stamp efforts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to mail some shit out for a while. Yeah, stop <laughs> holding on to all that shit, selfish, right? right? This I is what some... we're doing, mailing shit out, exactly. <laughs> it just, I mean, hey, everybody's, people, there was actually a story Anna Lemke talked, Dr. Dr. Anna Lemke talks about on that episode, and it's so intriguing because she says that there's this one lady that she was addicted to all these substances, and then she eventually started drinking water to suffice, like, the, the habit of drinking, right? But right. then she realized she could get hyponutremic symptoms and she could get fucked up. On water? On water. Oh, man. She eventually dies. She eventually oh died. She took her own life, right? But she had a propensity, not for being addicted to water, but for being addictive in nature. Uh-huh. And she filled that void with whatever. So I really argue, like, I, I think that you can use this, if you're like this, to an advantage. And we're very impulsive people, as right. it is. Like, any of us serving in this capacity, we're probably a little bit impulsive than, than most, right? Yeah. Or even, even you, being a, an average American, saying, I want to go serve overseas and do a certain job. Like, that's right. fucking crazy oh, yeah. to some people, you know what I mean? But that also shows that you're impulsive, you're willing to take risks and mm-hmm. stuff, but you might be an adrenaline junkie, too. Right. You might be a junkie for that high that return on that experience or whatever that is so you can use that to your advantage that can be a strength so I don't I don't necessarily hate who I am or the way I'm wired anymore. I used to right. be like, oh, I got bad wiring or whatever like that. Now I embrace it and try to use it for good. And, I, and I'm not saying that, like, look at me. I'm saying that because you can too. And whatever your thing may be, you just got to find those things out there. But you can't keep doing the same things and expect it just to fall in your fucking lap. Right. Or else... Neptune might get you. Neptune might get you. Know, you know, shout out to Neptune. Shout out to hey, Neptune. I'm, 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 I'm from Hampton Roads, Tidewater area, man. Whether it's in Norfolk or Virginia Beach, like, hey, Neptune statues are everywhere. Neptune's oh, really? a mermaid. Yeah, that's like our mascot in our local in Virginia. Ne- we got a, yeah, yes, we had a Neptune yes. at, at uh, the Virginia Beach Oceanfront. If you know, you know. But we got that big Neptune statue, man. Nice. Shout out to Neptune. Uh, there was, um, oh, what was it? What was I about to say? There, oh, yeah. So I have, I am diagnosed with uh, pure OCD. Every single moment. What's I'm, that? We call that attention to detail. <laughs> no, pure, pure OCD is like the worst. Like, I would never wish this on an enemy. But pure OCD basically is, you know how OCD people think, like organization. Right, right, right. So right. my thing is numbers and counting everything. Even say words I say. My mind says, if you do this, then basically, if I see like, you know, there's a lot of unfortunate shootings going on in yep. the States. So I see something that triggers it, and they go, and I go, if you don't do this tick, someone you know is going to get 
hurt in a shooting. Uh, or if I see someone doing a horrible crime, it'll say, if you don't do this, you're going to do that. Yes. And the thing about it is... Like step on the crack, break your break mom's your back. You don't want to break your mom's the, back. The fullest oh, level. Oh, man, I'm, I got you. And so, and so the thing about it is like, oh, yeah, you're going to become a murderer if you don't do this tick. And, I, and my, the therapist I talked to, she says, you are the biggest empath in the world because the fact that you're freaking out about that shows that you're never going to do that. And basically like the robot and aliens, like you just, you're an empath. You want to help people. Yeah. And so this thing in your mind that's seeing these horrific things like people, oh, an earthquake. Oh, if you don't do this tick, someone you know or you are going to die in an earthquake. The way I, uh, we treat it is we have to literally go, yeah, all right. Well, if it happens, it happens. Uh, and it shuts our mind off. Wow. If it happens, it happens. The thing that tr- fueled it was drinking because I would numb it. And then it would be like, hey, if, if, you don't, uh, if you don't do this, this is going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. I was never able to get to that. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it'll happen. Shut the fuck up, mind. I was like, oh, maybe it will. It got yeah, worse yeah, and yeah. worse and worse. And these like compulsions you have to do, these ticks or these, I do this thing with my eyes um, and just these different things, but it did not help. And, and so, so that the alcohol like kind of, it, it, it made, made it worse. It worse. Yeah. And, then, and then you get depressed because of it. Because mm. you're, you're constantly thinking about these what the news has on TV and you're like, Oh, it's going to happen to you or someone else. Yeah, It's true. That's real, man. And it's terrible. Like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to rob a bank. If I don't, if I don't like touch this five times and then touch it five, uh, rob a bank. Right, right, right. I'm not going to hurt anyone, but your mind's like, Oh, but what if you do? Yeah. What if you do? And so the way to shut it up is, yeah. What if I do? Okay. So what? Let's see what happens. And I'm not going to do it. That's not in my nature. No, that's so good that you say that because that that right there just reminds me so much of what Albert Ellis and and CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, about breaking Mm -hmm. stuff down. And a lot of that's rooted in ancient Stoicism. Mm -hmm. And Epictetus said it. He said it best. And this will remind me of. And Epictetus is also one of the main motivators of how Admiral Stockdale says and states that he got through going through the Hanoi Hilton and being a POW for seven years. A a Greek guy? Greek philosopher? Epictetus? Epictetus. Yeah. Name means the acquired one. He's he's my, my favorite like ancient person in history because he was just a regular guy who was a slave that became a very influential human. And he says, happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control and some things are not. Exactly. That is the root of like the serenity prayer that addicts say, yeah. which I definitely think, you know, is, is so powerful. The to like, uh, know what's right, know what's well, wrong. Well, the serenity, the peace, right? To accept it in the end. Like, right. give me the courage to change the things I can. Give me the wisdom to accept the things I can't. But give me the overall peace to know the difference, to know the and, difference and to roll yeah. forward with it, right? Like yeah. the, this too shall pass. Uh, people out there probably have it like tattooed on the wrist and like, you just fucked up that whole quote. But <laughs> the whole fact of the matter is you're looking at things that you can't control and things you can't control and, and breaking it down and catching yourself. So, but one thing they talk about in stoicism is like, if you're on a boat, right? Yeah. You can't help if you get seasick. Mm-hmm. If somebody pulls your hair, you can't help that you go, ouch, mm-hmm. right? But you can right after the initial, oh, what the fuck? Because that's human. That's just a reaction. That's a reflex. You can then break it down and go, ah, yeah, you're right. So it may still be a trigger. It may still be a tick to go, oh, fuck, that's going to happen to me. And you go, ah, hold on, hold on. But if it does, so be it. That's a very, I've never applied that to OCD. And that is amazing. But you can't control the reflexes because that's human. That's your instincts. That's just how, that's whatever. But as soon as that initial go happens mm-hmm. then you break it down and go okay okay what's really happening here and this is the same with like what was another philosopher back in the day says Seneca we suffer more in imagination than we do in reality right. yeah. 
Yes. Like we punish ourselves before the thing even we happens. Hurt like, our own damn feelings. We're worrying. Somebody <laughs> said yesterday, uh, uh, a gentleman I work with had said uh, from Van Wilder, it's like being in a rocking chair. You're moving, but you're not fucking going anywhere. Right. Like that's what worrying. It's it's fucking pointless. Right. Like it's it's pointless, and that doesn't mean we we shouldn't we should be naive and just walk through traffic and shit and walk oh, across yeah. the rifle range. There's there's definitely some judgment keep in here. Keep your wits up. But yeah, keep your wits up. But at the same time, like that. don't let things you can't control control you. Damn. And dude. I think a lot of us are doing that. And I I've been like I've been that 24 hour news cycles person i've been that like getting mad at everything what policy and what doesn't go through and this person administration and that but outside of voting like and what i do what can i control right nothing so like let it like some beatles shit let it be right just let it be let it y'all are literally hearing live cam give me in a like i lit i have never applied that quote to ocd and it makes so much sense let me know like the dip what, what is it? it's like what is that quote again? The one I just said? No, the, the, the AA, the, the prayer. The, oh, the serenity prayer. The serenity prayer. Yeah, the what, serenity. What is, how does that go again? Uh, I think it says... It's um, grant me the wisdom to like control what I can. Yeah, it's the courage to control the things. I'm going to look it up right quick because people are probably listening and they're like, I, I, this is why I need a Jamie, and everybody. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to AA, but I <laughs> no, did but pick it's so up powerful, a few things But this there. thing is rooted. Mm -hmm. It's rooted in stoicism and in, in ancient stoicism, right? But it says, uh, it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. So grant me the peace right. grant me the peace to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference Damn, dude. so grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference and i think that is that is so profound because so many of the reflex and stuff we just can't you can't control but you can control after that initial reflex okay now what okay is this really the end of the world yeah. is this really the end of my whole day is this really going to be how come, all right now let it go let it flow and over time the thought is through cbt through cognitively breaking those things down you become better and i feel like it really does work um it, it it's helped me so much albert ellis you can read all about him and look it up but cbt is rooted in stoicism and i have found so much serenity in that not perfection not everything's all pie in the sky. No, no, no. Right. But but serenity and just being like, dude, what can I control? But also to your point on focusing, right? Mm -hmm. And being and when you're at the gym, be at the gym or to Nick Save in the process, yeah. that next rep, that next play, right? The thing that you're doing is the thing that you're doing. Make that the thing you're doing. Right. Focus on that because that is what you can control at that moment. Exactly. I can't control world world poverty. I can't control um, you know, what systems are coming out or the overall stigma on mental wellness or right. or the acceptance of addiction and us keeping on with the same old keeping on traditions of shittiness, right? Yes. But what I can do is try to break the cycle of my own life. Right. What I can do is try to love on my children. And what I can do is try to I can't fix the whole system and the whole stigma with everything, but I can try to let the people I know that I work with, like, hey man, it's okay if you're not okay. But it's not okay to ignore it to the point where you make an irreversible mm -hmm. decision. And a lot of us are doing that, right? So I can't, you know, Mother Teresa said it, all right? Love her or hate her, but she did some pretty nice things for right. some people. But one thing she said was, if you want to promote world peace, go home and love your family. Yes. You Be know? a light in this door. But how many people are watching the 24-hour news cycle? Or how many people are fucking wound up about some shit in their corporation or their job or this other fucking human that's an asshole, right? Right. And they didn't floss today. <laughs> And they didn't like help their kid with their homework. Oh my God. And they didn't like wipe, wipe until they didn't see brown on the tissue. Right. They're walking around and, and that's adding to their frustration because they're watching the news and hey, if you, 
you're gonna be itchy butt because you got not some shit still on your butt. On you didn't wipe your ass all the way, but you worried about what the fuck you know the honorable Mister or Mrs. whomever's doing in Congress or the White House or wherever, and you're just up in arms about this thing. But what the fuck do you control over that? That's very true. Accept it with some serenity and focus on the things you can change. Dude, thank you for saying that. Like live, or this is not live, but like you are hearing like an epiphany, two epiphanies this week, Monday and Friday. Applying this to my OCD, I mean that that's perfect. Like, but I've had to nailed go, it. That, that that tormented me for so long. Things I can't control. Why does this person who I'm supposed to have this relationship not love me the way I love right. them? Or why does why do these people not like me or accept me? Or why don't they just understand this? Or like why why can't I? Oh, oh you know what? When I get promoted, I'll be happy. I can't control that. I could control uh, the next evaluation of how like how I perform day to day. I could control you know my exercise standards and how I do on a physical fitness test. Mm-hmm. But I can't control if they're going to have allocations for these particular promotions. I can't. Con- I'm not, and I'm not going to base my fucking happiness or quality of life based off shit I can't control right. because now that's controlling me right, right? and some people just suck bro <laughs> some people just fucking suck some people just suck just the shitty people in the world man right. right but you can't control anybody and throughout this whole conversation we've talked about it's hard enough controlling our fucking selves it is it's hard enough controlling me and staying on the right path how the fuck am I gonna control somebody else and you know what's even harder when you're in a place in a re- let's say you're in a relationship where you're trying to care for another person, but you're not caring for yourself. Dude, I've had happens to, all the time, man. I've had to say, like, you know, not push people away, but be like, listen, I need to back off. And they're like, why? Why? I'm like, because before I can love you, I need to love myself. That's true, man. And I am not doing it. If I'm carrying you out of a fire burning building with And it wasn't because you cheated on them and found somebody better, though, no, right? No, 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 Because no, no, a lot no. of people do that shit. Like, no. hey, if, hey, look, look, look here, look. Not. It's not a... It's not a you thing. It's just like you deserve better. It's like, hold right. on, you been fucking around? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the first thought. That's always the first thought. Uh, you I'm know, like, there's a fucking humor there, people. It is. There's, there's, there's fucking humor. There's truth and comedy, and there's comedy and truth. My cousin oh, yeah. Di said that. It's so true. It is 100% <laughs> true. Yeah, and I'm like, I am in, I rem, dude, I, hit, I remember I hit 220. That's the, that's the heaviest I've ever been. I, I, was, I was not doing well. Yeah. And I had to end the relationship. I said, listen, I need to, I'm, I have blood pressure in my family, heart attacks. I need to turn this around. I need to focus on myself because I haven't done that for the past four years. I'm in a new place. I need to focus on myself right now. Yeah. And just, it, it's going to be a process. And I am now, I'm 180. 180 and it's going down and I'm back, I'm trying to get back to where I was, but sometimes that's what it takes. Like, you need to just look at yourself and be there for yourself. Yeah. And... I'm not if 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 you're in I'm not gonna run out of a burning building with you in my arms with my shoes untied. Oh, I mean, unless it's an emergency. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I mean. Like I'm gonna tie my. We shoes. died because he had to tie his shoes. Then, everybody, yeah. he went out to stop and fucking tie his shoes. What yeah, an asshole! Kid, this kid was. I had to do the runner's loop. I get shin splints. What I the did, fuck? I didn't pump up my Jordans, <laughs> uh, and so that's no, why we about pumped. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you just heal it up and then run in. I'm wearing Heelys right now, so I can't I can't save you from yeah, this building because yeah. there's stairs. But and it's I like the age old thing with the, the the air mask or the the fucking mask and the complaint. Like, oh yeah, make sure yeah, you put on uh, yours, pr- right? Uh, secure your own mask and yeah. then assist. Yeah, even though like, oxygen is flowing, the bag may not inflate. <laughs> I love how they always add that. We're like, yeah, we we. We're not thinking about that yeah. right now. <laughs> but I love uh, episode two we had on this um, on this show. Uh, we had it with uh, Coach Chan, and she talks a lot about tea, mm-hmm. right? 
not in the gossip sense, but T as in time, energy, attention. Mm -hmm. What are you putting your time, energy, and attention into? And and she really breaks it down. So she says it so much better. She's such a, a, a motivating, great person out here and just in in the world in general, just a light to this world. But listen to that episode, I'm telling you, where she talks about tea and how vital it is to f keep your cup full. Mm -hmm. Keep your cup full because I can't pour from an empty cup. Right. You just can't, right? So you have to do that self-check-in. And this is not like, a, so okay, so I did this on Wednesday and then I do that. No, man, this is a constant cycle of operations, like right. constantly like checking on things. I, I love, um, oh my God, oh, I can't believe I'm thinking of this. is why I write shit down. Mm -hmm. This is why I write shit down. <laughs> but Kevin, my man at Habits V2, this really changed my world. He said the vigorous cycle. The vigorous cycle is checking in. Like sometimes you're in a bad mood, you fall, you, you get, you know, getting a little dehydrated makes you cranky. Like oh, being hangry is real. Yes. Being tired is real, right? So he, he would say like, um, and I might be misquoting this, so forgive me, but you can look it up yourself. The vigorous cycle, Kevin kind of coined it. It's really good. But like how hydrated am I? Have I exercised recently? What are the things that I'm putting into my mind as far as what it could be music, art, the movies you're watching, the shows you're watching? Yeah, big one. Who am I hanging around? Did I get enough sleep? What's my diet like right now? Right. When's the last time that I had some connection? Have I expressed gratitude? And then guess what? You go back. Am I hydrated right now? Exactly. You go around here, these things, yes. and it's kind of like a preventative maintenance checks or whatever. And I, and I probably fucked up some of them or embellished on some of them. But the whole idea is that you're constantly checking in on yourself. Like, awesome. are you good? So before you go, I'm not happy because it's you, Alberto, because you don't make me feel whole. Well, you know what? What if you've just been dehydrated for a whole last week? You haven't yeah. slept good. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like it could like don't blame that on somebody else or wait for somebody else to come and fix all of those little things because you can check your own list and have that vigorous cycle. He says vigorous because it's all constant. Oh, you're gonna it, you it, can get dehydrated in like three days. You got to constantly. It drink. really helps to keep that in mind. One of my favorite hats, and I want to buy. I want to find it. It says uh, all of the problems that you're having right now is because you're not drinking enough water. <laughs> well, and you can always, you can also do that to excess. We talked about that. That's lady, true. Right? Yeah, yeah. You can, I mean, get some electrolytes in there, but I mean, I mean, get a cup over my, and this sounds like super, uh, you know, influencer, Instagram influencer as hell, <laughs> but over my refrigerator, I put and and roast me later. If you want, I put the molecular symbol for water over my refrigerator because I used to pick drinks in there. So I put it up there. So every time I reach, when I did drink, yeah. which is, I'm talking about like as if I, this is five days ago, but I would see that water symbol. Right, right. And it would like drink water, be water. Be we're, water. That's, what, that's like 98% of our body is water. Yeah, we're, we're full of water. Like water is, is, water is like the wonder thing. Water is the reason why our fucking planet is blue. We're electric While we have life. beings. Like, Water, like, man. Electricity. I mean, I'm not saying we're like electrical, but like we are like we're run like the brain and the yeah. heart because of electrical pulses. Yeah. And if you don't have water, the conductor in there, it's hard for it to communicate. Yeah. That's why there's a lot of, I mean, this is just my theory. This is not like um, medical. Was this on a TED talk or something like oh, that? Yeah, my dad's like, actually, there's no journals on this at all. So, <laughs> so it's not real. You bring me st three Stanford studies from the past five years. Hey, dad, no. I well, just peer reviewed. Exactly. 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 Was this uh, like, let me get some uh, references, some sources at the yeah. bottom. Hey, but does it work? It Have you found truth in it like that? It works. Well, yes. Yes. A hundred percent. And so, oh, okay. Uh, what's, um, uh, I don't know if I'll say his name, but he was talking about at the last mic how he quit vaping because, and the way he did it was he was drinking LaCroix. 
Oh, yeah, that was uh, the Amazing Hayden. Hayden. Hayden yeah, Amazing that. Hayden, man. And even before that, so I was vaping, and one of the Marines was like, man, I cut that shit out. I said, no more. I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Now, I would do that, and the way I would do it, this is disgusting, but I would, I would do the and I would spit in it, and I'd be like, right, I can't fucking have that anymore. Uh. One day... I, I, I went back and I forgot I spit in one. <laughs> I took a hit of my own fucking loogie. That oh. is the worst fucking, you're coughing and throwing up. And I'm like, I am, look at myself right now. I'm coughing because I've vaped my own spit, man. Yeah. And then you go and you buy another and you buy yeah. another. Yeah, oh, that's the thing though. That's that's a, that's going. the dedication right there. That's how dedicated I am as an addict. Because I'll just be like, you know what? This is a good reason to get that new one I wanted. Right, right? Exactly. And, and you're and, giving yourself an excuse. And I'm, hey, here I'm at. feel uh, better than I do now. I'm on the defense up. council again for right. things that are not making me a better version of myself. And look, everybody has, everybody's got vices. Everybody can do things that are probably not, you know, we, nobody's saying or claiming that we're like doing all healthy things right. all day long. But those cornerstone habits, like those, like the alcohol, big thing, Theo Vaughn's podcast he had with oh, Jordan yeah. Peterson, but he was talking about, he was also one like, like uh, Nikki Glazer was talking about, thought he wouldn't be funny anymore, thought he wouldn't be artistic. Right. He's actually gotten better, he says, yeah, and, and he has. I, I've seen his work, right? But Dr. Jordan Peterson broke this down that alcohol is for most people a depressant. Mm-hmm. There are those among us, and I am fucking so one of them. And I thought I was crazy forever because everybody else gets tired and goes to sleep or passes out. Guess what I do? Round two. Fucking let's go. This is it. Like, I'm telling you, that shit is, I can drink bush light, like, <laughs> and drink a whole, like, 30 rack and be so, like, I just drink nothing but Starbucks coffee all day long. Like, so turned up. It is a stimulant for some people. Right. It is a stimulant for some mm. people. It may be a, a depressant for others, but for, for some people, it is a stimulant. Just like some stimulants are actually depressants for other people, right? right? Depending on how their makeup is. So we're all different. But the thing is, it's not like a dead set, like you will be an addict, you will be an alcoholic or whatever. But if you're like that, you know who you are. They just call me Pringle Can Cam. You know why? Because once I pop, I just didn't stop. Pringles can. Pringle can cam, dog. Oh God, once I pop, I don't stop, man. I get my lime, I get my ginger ale, I get my Crown Royal, and I would just drink until I had a fucking large collection of purple bags. Oh, yo, yeah. The, the big little ones, the little ones. ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Crown just Royal. anything I do, I'm going to do. Or I'm going to fucking do it, right? Just, but you can use that in. I also say it's maybe a. Uh, enthusiastic of personality right oh yeah we're i mean we're crazy we're, we're not crazy but we're like oh, crazy we're we're crazy and so like anything we put in we're gonna go 120 percent. yeah man and i mean that is what addiction is like yeah oh, i have one i'll have eight no. I have, i'm gonna finish this whole white oh you y'all 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 being weak y'all ain't gonna have 11 you right. know what i'm saying i'm gonna show y'all how to drink and i need a whole something it, it's funny like it's you're fine when it's when it when you have stuff in your glass, but when it's empty, it's like fuck. dude. Even getting near towards the ice, I'm like, I need to refill. Right. Or I'm not even really engaging. With, water. But there's so many times I missed out on opportunities because I wouldn't even really give a fuck about the Super Bowl. I wouldn't. I, yeah. I, if I'm really being honest, I wouldn't even give a shit about Thanksgiving. I would be like, I'm, I would. There was some Thanksgivings I didn't even fucking eat because really? I would just get fucked up. That happened right? to me. I blacked out in Bro, 19 at Thanksgiving. Oh my god. My yeah. Cousins are like, is he drunk? Yeah, like, no, I, I just so many of those times that could have been good moments. Guess what? I didn't even get to enjoy them. Right. I thought I was enjoying them, but I don't remember them 
or I'm really remembering them with some apologies that I had to there on after say afterwards or patch a hole in my mother-in-law's wall in Philadelphia because I leaned back in the chair while I was drinking E&J the entire day. Oh, Everybody man. was cooking and prepping. I'm just sipping E&J and playing Luther Vandross over and over Hell again. Yeah. Oh, man, that sounds and doing, great. hey, listen to this part. Hey, nobody wants to hear the part like you want to hear it right, right. now. You know what I'm saying? Just everybody know that, okay? <laughs> so that goes away a little bit, but I still love my music. I still oh, love yeah. things. But there was, hey, though, for a while there, I'm going to be honest with you, Fleetwood Mac, mm. um, there was certain Pearl Jam songs, fucking. Um, my thing right now is Barry White's. Oh, man, Don't I love. No, I love me some Barry White. But there was certain artists I couldn't listen to initially oh, after yeah. I had stopped drinking because they, they carried Jam. such a relationship with drinking and with yeah. getting fucked up. So good I'm, I'm good now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good now with it, but there was just certain soundtracks I couldn't play because right. music really stimulates me and it'd be like, oh, and I get real nostalgic. Like, some people are like that with smells or some shit. Yeah, I'm like yeah. that with sounds and with, like, I can see a clip from a movie and remember the first time I saw it and, like, I'll remember all the other things around it. Like, same with music and stuff. So teach their own. Everybody's wired differently. I, I'm not, um, well, I'm fucking pretty crazy. And I know that, right? But you got to get to know how crazy you are and then how to deal with right. that. And, and like, he, like he said in the letter, we never get over it. Your it may not be a traumatic experience. Your it just might be the way that you're wired or the way you've always seen things done. And that's where that episode two with, uh, with Coach Chan is really good because she, taught, she calls it the family business. You're just carrying on the family business. Right, exactly. That's the way the business has always been carried out. So who are you now? And then there's those around you. Be like, oh, you think you're better than us now? Oh, now you all judging your shit? You know what I mean? And look, man, I'm not saying you can't help influence others because I do believe in that Jim Carrey quote of the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm trying to find my wealth in life is the effect I have on others. And that's the legacy, right? Right. But there are those around you that may be your, you are a trigger for them to realize what a piece of shit they are. Right. And they don't like that shit. You and think I'm a being annoying now. You should see me when I'm drunk. I'm oh, even more annoying. Right. Kind of but, thing. but for those that you used to get drunk with and get fucked up with, though, now it's like, Oh, you think you better? You right. think you better than us, huh? Yeah. You know? And, I've and, Oh man, that's a bad feeling. You don't drink. Why? Oh yeah, like oh, there's something wrong with you. No, it's actually probably something wrong with all of us. Um, I'm just, I think I summed it up one time really good. I used to lie and say because of medications and stuff and, and little things. I'm like, nah, because I gotta uh, whatever, you know. Now it really doesn't bother me, man. It really doesn't bother me. But I understand why it bothers others because it did for me for a while. But one lady asked me like two years ago, it was at a Thanksgiving, and she was like, oh my god, Cam, you don't drink? Why not? What's wrong with you? I was like, um, put like this. I'm a better person when I don't. Right. And if you have any favorable impression of me right now, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that way. Yeah. Now, some people go, oh my God, does, is he a hitter? Does he hit people? No, yeah. I'm just a fucking idiot. And I'll be all up in your face talking forever. And I want you to listen to every song I've ever thought of. And you know what I mean? Like, you it, want me to walk, you want to walk me home while I'm speaking to you in Arabic? I want you to keep liking me. <laughs> Right, uh, as, right, as much as possible. Or I really don't care if you really, really genuinely like me. That's not what I'm saying here. But I, if you did like me, you won't so much right. to, later on. Right. So we're just going to keep this good for everybody, and I'm just not going to do that. How about that? I'm going to do what Kevin said, which is keep the alcohol out your mouth. Mm-hmm. At the very root of it, whether and, and people laugh at me. They say I'm crazy. I put all these quotes everywhere. I got, I got Bruce Lee's handwriting on my fucking arm. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Which, what do you got on those quotes? The, the be water, my friend. Be water, friend. my friend. That's awesome. But, oh, that's right. You show that. But I, I, 
I'm dumb, man. I'm just, I'm not trying to, people are like, your self-talk needs to be better for yourself. I got that, but I'm, I know myself. Like, I won't remember this shit. Like earlier, I forgot Nikki, one of my favorite comedians ever. I forgot Nikki Glazer's name mm. because I don't have Nikki Glazer's quote right here in front of me. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I got to keep this shit in my repertoire and I have this wall like in my office where I'm and people say it's tacky or it's too much, but you know what? It's reminding me to be a better version of myself. Exactly. And, my and, background is Bruce Lee right now. Bre- and this is oh, B. Man. Water, my friend. Bro, I'm telling you, man, that guy, that guy, uh, his daughter, man, she's yeah. really carrying his legacy yeah. on so well. The Bruce Lee podcast, there's so many profound episodes on there that they are just so good. A, yeah, I saw that. They, so they good. Podcast. For, he died in the what seventies? Died in nineteen seventy three. He they, they got a he's got his own podcast. Yeah, the right Bruce Lee now. podcast, man. It's so good. He didn't even know she what had some really good guests are. on there. Yeah. And that that's that's taking something and 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 I, I love that. And I, I feel like with me, I could die right now and through the daughter I have and my children. Oh yeah. Um and I, I, it would live on, right? right? And he sold that into those kids with Brandon and that was a tragedy too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with the crow. You know, like yeah. uh the filming of that movie and a and a mishap that occurred, but just a great dude. Was he perfect? And this, I actually love this part. He wasn't. No one. He wasn't. He wasn't perfect. Exactly. I mean, he was like a man that never fit in. He wasn't Chinese enough for the Chinese, and he wasn't American enough yeah. for the Americans. And he just, he was just him, though. Right. But even with Jeet Kune Do and how he brought that and showed other people, that was not popular. Now we talk about we love him and all that stuff. But a lot of people that time, man, at that time, the 60s and the 70s, Different. to, to like a, an Asian man and think of him in a tough light and not as an enemy, right? right? And then also beyond that, like uh, the, the ones that he was taking the teachings of, that wasn't popular. Leadership's not ever popular at the moment, but the effect you have, like Dr. King, Oh my God, one of the most influential people in history got scandals, mm-hmm. didn't always do the right thing, didn't always make the best decisions, but the impact and the effect he had forever and ever and ever, look, we're still living through, through the sacrifices he made. And he was so not popular to the point where somebody shot him in the face. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was, and so many other reasons. did not like him back then. Ali. There's so many other great Ali, examples in our Malcolm history that, that we look up to now, we admire now. But when it was their time, they were not they're popular. Not popular the approval ratings for some of these presidents that we look at, and I mean, Lincoln, he's so respected in history and everything like that. Uh, they didn't like him so much that they killed him. Right. right? Like, and the Civil War started because he got elected. Like right. that's when it all popped off and people started seceding from the union. But when so, they die, everyone starts posting their favorite songs to them. Their record uh, sales go up. Yeah, but hey, so in that in that vein, mm-hmm. um, I just I tell you, man, I appreciate you. I, I, I really, really so do, much, man. man. Because here, here's the thing: I think we all need to be more expressive in our gratitude for each other. Because as Kanye says, yes, sir. <laughs> as he said, and, and, and remember, he's not a perfect human exactly. either, right? He's got some things he's working through, but hurt people, hurt people, and hey, I hope he finds a better place and doesn't hurt Absolutely. anybody. But Absolutely. he did say on the song "Big Brother," he said, "If you admire somebody, you should go ahead and tell them, because people never get the roses while they can still smell them." Amen. So that's to your point right there, whether it's the Dr. Kings or the Lincolns or Whitney Houston. Oh my God, watch that Whitney Houston movie. Like she was so amazing. It had me watching, listen to Whitney Houston like I was fucking five again. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like just amazing. And she succumbed to, she had her, she, she, had her she passed Winehouse. away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just so many greats are gone because mm-hmm. of these things. They're golems. They're, they're, they're great, they're, but they're imperfect. Exactly. But I still love and admire them and I'm grateful for them. But, you know, it shouldn't take that person passing for us to be like, oh, I'm going to listen to the whole catalog of music now. Right. 
or that relative, like they won't get off your mind. And, and we're humans and we, we, we take things for granted and stuff like that. But if you have the opportunity to, if you want to feel better, make somebody else feel better. Exactly. Tell them how much you love them, how much you admire them. And who cares about fucking being soft or, oh, that's, that's some mushy gushy shit, bro. Nothing that's cringy. Fuck you. You know what? Because I'm going to say all of this shit and more when I don't have this person no more. Right. So I'm going to say it now because I might not. Highly likelihood that I won't have this again. Whitney Cummings, one of a great female comic, right? Great but one thing she said was so smart was that we're all just walking trash bags <laughs> filled with blood. That's how fucking delicate we are. Exactly. Like, some trash bags are stronger than our skin. You know what I mean? We're just big hefty bags with, filled with blood and, and organs. And we're just walking around, just bouncing around, hoping it works out, thinking we have tomorrow, exactly. thinking we got next week. So admire somebody go ahead and tell them because they might not get the roses while they can still smell them my homie Frankie shout out to Frankie he's in LA right now he's doing some he's writing for some big shows and doing some stage plays and there's a writer strike right now I hope he's doing well but he said he said this it's hilarious but it makes sense he goes something like I'm, I'm paraphrasing are we not all just a bunch of giant babies stumbling around with a soiled <laughs> diaper and all we want to do is just to stop for a moment and just say, oopsie. <laughs> and I laugh so hard, but I'm like, dude, that is the deep. And you said a lot of things, man, but that resonates with me. We're just all, we're imperfect. We're just yeah. giant babies. Trying to figure it out, dude. Shit. And we just want to say, oopsie. <laughs> and everyone wants you to understand. And everyone's got their, you know, their shit, you know, soil yeah, pants man. and everything. So. Yeah, and thank you, man, for having this. I can say, without a doubt, these mics, these uh, you and everyone, I think you guys may have saved my life or at least me continuing this chain. Wow, man. That has, like, I, I cannot tell you how much I mean that. And I'm very, very, very... I, there's a quote from a, a soft white underbelly. His name's... Uh, his name's Sharp. He says, thank you for being alive the same time I was alive. Damn, man. And I always, so thank you, man. Thank you, for bro. For being alive. Thank you for I'm saying alive. that. And I, and I know from you being who you are, like you, you mean it. Yeah. You, you say things you mean and you mean what you say. So that means a lot to me, man. I love you, man. I really I appreciate you. Too, you. I really you so do. Much. It's, 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 a, it's a privilege to know you and call you friend. Thank and, you. Um, Likewise. And here's the thing. I would have never met you, though, bro. That's right. I would have never, ever fucking met you if certain changes weren't made. And I'm not saying, oh, me. No, I'm saying if certain changes weren't made, this wouldn't have come together. Exactly. Right? We wouldn't be having this conversation. We wouldn't have met each other. And then a lot of other people we cited in here today. So. Curdy Mungus. Curdy Mungus. wouldn't know him, man. to this room. That's it. And if I didn't hear Eric Griffin randomly on my YouTube, I would not be here. Which, can you tell that story to everybody real yeah. quick? For anybody out there aspiring to be an artist, like, this, this, man, you, and it was fucked up as you told me like two weeks after I'd walked off a stage in San Diego. Yeah. Because like, they weren't, they just, it was at a bar, it was a good spot, really yeah. cool spot, but it just wasn't landing and I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to do you all a favor and walk the fuck off here right now. And they were like, no, and I was like, oh shit, they were listening, but I, I wasn't going to come back and be like, okay, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, I had just did what you said. Yeah. Don't do. I quit like a little right. bitch. So please, for the for anybody out there aspiring, listen to what he's about to tell you. Yeah. This okay. So it was the Hailstorm concert, and I'm taking pictures, um, um, taking pictures, taking video, and afterwards, so a Curdy Mungus 
takes a picture with them. He has his electric ukulele. I play the ukulele. I've never played the electric. It looks like electric guitar. So I go up to him after when it's settling down. I say, hey, man, I've never seen a uke like that. That's awesome. Can I try it out when I'm playing with it? Is that like gangster talk for ukulele? Dub. Yeah, you. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's that's I, our that you could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me let me get them you. Let me get them chords, the four chords. And he goes, "Well, if you want to see me play it, I'm playing an open mic up in that room." And I go, "There's an open mic?" He goes, "Yeah, man. It's tomorrow night, 7:15." I'm like, "I'm gonna be there." So the next day rolls around and I'm like, "Should I go? Are people going to be funny?" You know, I was in I was on the island for 4 years with people who weren't yes anding. I said, "I'm not going to go." So I go to Sukia and I'm just eating food, and I just turn on YouTube. We're eating food. Eric Griffin comes on, and he's talking. Outstanding comic. I cannot comic. find this clip. It was almost like it was for that moment. But he said, he was talking about his first gig. He says, you know, I was so excited. The booker was like, we're going to go cross country. We're going to go to this place, the venue. He gets there. It's a dive bar, maybe like 11 people tops. And they don't even know he's supposed to perform. So the host comes up, he's like, all right, give it up for the, the guy. They don't even say his name. They're like, give it up for the guy. We got a comic. <laughs> and he's standing there and he's looking at these people not paying attention. And he goes, is this it? Is this what comedy is? And he's, it's a road gig. It's a road gig. So he's, he's made it. He's, he's a comic now. He, he, no one knows his name. He's building up and he says, is this it? And he realizes, oh yeah. Yeah, this is it. This is comedy. These rooms where no one's listening, where you think no one's listening to you. You're standing on a stage. And if you get on stage, by the way, if you get on stage, you're already one of the bravest people I ever know. Yeah, that's, that's right. just my words. But he says he did the bait and he killed. It was awesome. Yeah. And he says, comedians don't fail. They quit. They've quit. And I'm sitting there with this food and I'm looking, I eat it really fast. I'm like, how many minutes I got? Yeah. I got 15 minutes. Thank you, universe. I got the message. I get over here. I come to this room. I think I did okay. You did really good. No, that was outstanding, response. man. It was it was outstanding. But I mean that that moment, those little, it's those tiny moments. That's life. Those little decisions you make can switch. It's yes or no moments. If I would have walked out of the room in college, because I was going to ask my professor like a job afterwards, I got scared. I was walking out the door. My head was like, no, fucking ask him for a job. Turned around. I said, I need a job. He says, I know a little place in the Marshall Islands. I want to be here. Look at that. I would not be, if I, I always imagine if I walked through that door. Yeah. If I would have taken that drink that night, if I didn't take a drink that night. What if you were a happy hour right now? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. These little moments. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's just one. No, those, it's those tiny Fucking adds decisions. up, dude. They add up. And so always, if there's something in your subconscious that's like, maybe no, don't do it. If it's like a hard no, don't do it. Yeah, if yeah. it's like a maybe yes, maybe no, you're probably better off doing no. You have other stuff to do. You yeah, have yeah, the yeah. whole internet to your disposal. I mean, be safe and healthy yeah. on the internet. Well, Ronnie Chang said, uh, who would have thought oh, that being exposed to all of human knowledge ever would have made us so fucking stupid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have virtually the entire amount of human knowledge, and we're like, oh, look at this fucking dog. It looks like a piece of bread. It's like, bro, you, you're, you have so much power, oh, man. It's so funny. I love Ronnie Chang, man. Oh, uh, he's yeah. fucking the shit. But, but yeah, we're, we're hitting two. No, we're good, man. We're, we're good. good. Okay. I'm not worried about that shit. I'm not Perfect. worried about that shit at all, dude. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. I did want to say, I did, uh, uh, I'm on I'm on the wagon again, but have you ever been, have you ever been pushed off the wagon? Like somebody uh, involuntarily got yeah. you messed up? That happened to me, yeah. That, I was, uh, it was a little jogging thing. It was on quad, so we're running, and I didn't have water on me. And I'm like, I, I need some water. Yeah. So someone's like, I got punch. I'm like, fuck it. Okay, so I drink the punch. 
And then I drink a shit ton of it. Yeah. Give it back. All of a sudden, I'm like, what was in that punch? He's like, oh, no, it's like, um, it's like, a, like a Long Island iced tea. There's a little, oh. like, the, I thought you meant water with like, uh. like a vitamin pack. He goes, no, dude, this is like a fun run. You drink and you run. So did you immediately like, just say like, oh, I'm already in. Fuck well, it. Have you ever gotten drunk without knowing it? You feel like you're, I was like, I'm having a stroke right now. What is going on? Yeah. And it's those, I'm like, who am I hanging out with right now? And I look, that was a big eye opener. Like mm -hmm. I'm hanging out with people who just, they can do that. Yeah. I can't do that. I had no, I, I was trying to better myself. Turns out I just knocked back shots, man. Like yeah. A, like a, well, just, I'm already in. I might as well go all the way. I felt like I, I had to go home. I'm like, what the fuck has happened? He goes, oh no, you, you drank. I'm like, damn it, dude. I, I had a streak going. And uh, it's not his fault. It's right, right. Okay, mine, I got you. Okay, so you didn't take shots, but you felt like you were taking I, I got like you. Okay, it, okay, yeah, okay, my I, bad. I thought it was just like a mineral thing. Oh, and he's like, man. no, no, no. That was a punch as in like Kool-Aid and then every single bottle on my shelf. I'm so like, what did that lead to? Like afterwards, like that particular time? That I, I, I was off the wagon for a few months. Wow. That's, that but that, there's thing. those little moments, right? The little moments. The little man. moments, but it didn't have to be like that. You could have been like, oh shit, man, I'm good, dude. I'm good, I'm good. I can't do that right now. You know, he, you lie and you make up. He was under the assumption that like I knew what was up uh, and I was like, oh no, I think, I thought this was just a health fitness yeah. thing. Like, no, we're having fun, bro. And I'm like, God damn it. So it, I guess it was no one's fault. Yeah. But I always remember that's the only time I was pushed off the wagon and I was chasing that thing back. Yeah, I've uh I've had certain experiences I won't disclose here, but um <laughs> I, I definitely have had I'll tell you off off mic. Mm -hmm. Um But those little things they add up, you know, and, and uh you gotta keep an open mind, everyone out there that you know, I, I, one of my favorite movies, or I guess concepts, uh, is the butterfly effect. Yes, that movie, yeah. like how like f four or five different crazy stories ensue from like just them having a relationship, yeah. right? And and just not even like a deep relationship, just knowing each other, right? Um, these little things add up, and like we wouldn't be sitting here right now if you were still drinking, if I was still drinking, right. if that night you didn't go, right? And these things add up, so I just. For anybody out there who's wondering, like, right now it sucks, it sucks, it sucks. Well, look, this may be that uncomfortable moment that leads you to one of those other moments that leads you to one of those other moments that leads you to one of those other moments that's eventually, like, the way to go for you, right? right. Like, I, one of the times I had got sober or whatever, I had, um, I was up one night looking at Twitter and I saw the thing for this comedy opportunity and, like, I was like, ah, okay. And then I, like, I remember I talked to my wife about it and she was like, yeah, you should try it. I was like, for real? Like, so I did it. And I enjoyed it so it's, fucking it's, much, man. There's nothing shout like out it. Tim Lulies, man, for helping me out. Went to this little co this little comedy workshop thing mm -hmm. they did at the Funny Bone. Hell, oh, and it, the L.A. Funny Bone? No, I wish it was L.A. No, no, oh, no. no the, the, it, the, it was no, in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, yeah, Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach Funny Bone. I went out there, man. And I just was like, wow. I just, I, I just came to kind of do something constructive. But at the time, I wasn't drinking. Yeah. Right? And... Had I been drinking, though, I'd have never been looking at that shit that night. I'd be looking at something different or not even there. And who knows? Like, that wouldn't have fed into the other thing, to the other thing, to the other thing. Like, it adds up. And one of the analogies when I first started being open to taking uh, medication, right? And, and people are like, yeah, no shit, he's on medication. Look at him, right? Right? You should see me when I'm not. But um, my lows aren't as low as they used to be. Right. My highs are just whatever. Life is life. So I'm not, like, walking around high from it. But I don't. I don't go as dark. I'm able to kind of, I still have the reflex of, oh, fuck. But then I'm like, I'm able to cognitively kind of break it down. And I didn't know that I had a deficit going on. I just didn't know. I just thought it was how I was. I was just a negative fuck, right? But the analogy the guy told me was like, when we go up to this castle run, 
And we had a, uh, where I was living at then, we had a little mountain we would run up to every week. And he's like, let's say we run up there together. We run up there together. You win. You're better than me. Great. I'm like, yeah, that's right, old man. I'll smoke your ass, right? And uh, he's like, but when we do it, you have a pack on your back. And I was like, okay. He's like, now you're going to keep getting up that thing every week, every day you go up there, and you're probably still going to win. But isn't your fucking trip a lot harder than mine? That's true. And I was like, well, yeah. He's like, how much faster could you go if I took off the pack, right? Uh, but not only that, but let's think about in the physical sense of the day-to-day deterioration of like if you literally run with a pack all the time, you know, on your joints, on your lower back, the, the things that add up. Now, initially, you're not going to feel it when you're young and able-bodied, but over time, you'll have that little hump. There'll be some up. ailments coming up. Mm-hmm. So those little things add up. And he's like, look, bro, you'll still get to the top of the hill. You'll still run. Your run will still be challenging, but does it need to be that fucking hard? Right. Now, you're still going to have to get up that hill. Mm-hmm. You're still going to want to win. You're still going to want to run fast. All that kind of stuff is going to be challenging. But let's take that pack off. Right. And that's what medication did for me. Nice. Was I got to take off that pack. And when I go low, I don't go as low. So I did a trial run and I was running out of medication. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to take this shit again. And my wife's like, you should probably keep taking it. Right. You know, because I wouldn't go dark. Like, I would go like three days, like no words, no nothing. It'd be over whatever, man. I would just... I would just downward spiral and, you know, I'd get mad about or I'd fixate on the things that should be, you know, this relationship should be like this or that should be like that or like what the fuck is normal anyway, right? Right. And Dr. Gabor Mate, shout out to him. He got that book called The Myth of Normal. I heard him just say the concept of the fucking book. I haven't downloaded. I haven't read it all yet, but like just that title, The Myth of Fucking Normal. The Myth of Normal. So I always just felt like, hey, if I go to the doctor and I talk to somebody, of course I'm going to find something wrong with me. The pharmaceutical company is going to give me something I'm going to be done, dependent on for the rest of my life, and we'll all get diagnosed with something. That's what I thought, right? Because I didn't want to be a hypochondriac. I didn't want to get diagnosed or nothing like that. But man, there was a lot of years lived that were not lived to full quality that have been since a few years ago when I got on medication. And Um, I was on antidepressants, and I don't take them anymore, but it did help me. It was a, when I was in a low point of my life, it helped carry me through it. And when I was over it, I said, this is where our journey stops. Thank you for everything. If I need you again, I will call you. Yeah. And I kept going. And there is no shame. I need to stress that. No shame. No shame. I take, I take a, uh, ADHD medication. Yeah. Not every day. Yeah. But when I need that extra help. Right. It will, you know, it's there. It's yeah. like, hey, I'm here. It's not a dependency. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people yeah. can't be dependent, but there's no shame in taking that. None. This is coming from someone who is alive right now because yeah. they took it. Yeah. And that is very, very, very important. Yeah. And a lot of people need to know that. No, they need to. They definitely need to. And to not have that stubborn mindset like I did. My mother used to say when I was younger, he hard-headed. And I was. And I am on a lot of things. But, you know, you got to kind of soften that head up a little bit. That even sounds right. Um, (laughs) And kind of open your mind a little bit to to exploring different things, whether it's taking a trial of medication or going to therapy or speaking to somebody or trying a new workout. You're like, ah, working out is not for me. Well, did you know that you could try this workout instead? You can get shape up. Like the DDP yoga, Diamond Dallas Page does a fucking yoga. Like you're like, yoga's too soft. It's all hippy dippy. We'll do Diamond Dallas Page yoga and maybe that's a little bit more intense. Like there are other options out there, bro. That's the thing. And, And I think that's where we sometimes creatures of habit or just fucking settling for mediocrity we just stay in our own shit settling for mediocrity yeah and and if and if you want to have something what did denzel washington say his wife said if you want to have something you never had you have to do something you never done if you want to have something you never, yo yes you know and then think about like accomplishments or or like i think he was in the light of like 
picking certain roles and different things like that or whatever. But, um, hey, man, this too shall pass. This too shall and pass. all these actions add up. But I think about some people I know and even myself um, that, are, that are elder now or that you just like, oh, they're setting their ways and they're like this. But what if, what if, say, 30 years ago, what if, say, 30 years ago we took off that pack? Yes, sir. Would their knees be different now? Would their backs be different now? And this is all metaphors, right? But how much different would those day-to-day moments be now had they had done just a little bit of something, something small as taking off that pack, maybe changing their route up just a little bit? Because that shit adds up. I think that book, Grit to Great, I think it is. Um, they talk about how if a plane flies from San Francisco with a destination of New York, mm-hmm. that if it's off by just a few degrees, that you yes. can't even notice, like it's just like turning just a little bit in a chair, that that fucking plane will end up in up. D.C., yeah. And over that time of going across the whole country at that degree, it'll put you in a DC to New York is a big fucking difference. Huge. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the, how it is in the days of our lives, man. And, and a great mentor here, big Mike, I'm gonna call him for now. Cause I don't, I don't keep his name anonymous. Right. Uh, he knows who he is, but he says seconds make minutes, minutes make hours, hours make up the days of it our lives. And so, so time really does matter. So don't waste it. There's a, one of my favorite, uh, short stories It's called a sound of thunder. And it's about, it's a company, they've developed time travel. And it's a hunting company. So they say, okay, you go, and you're going to go back in time, you can kill dinosaurs. But you can only kill the ones we've marked, because we've marked them so that in a few minutes, they're going to die in a tar pit anyway. You're not going to change history. But don't, you stay on the path, don't fuck up anything. So they, these, these hunters go, and yeah, they're hunting these dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And... You know, they, they, they finish it and they come back to, the, to their present time and everything's fucked up. Everyone's speaking in a different way. All the signs are stupid. And they're like, what? We followed the rules. And the guy looks under his shoe and there's a butterfly under his foot. That little butterfly, because he stepped on it, some lizard didn't eat, that thing died. And then oh, time man. went on and then everything's all stupid. Oh. And it's those little things yeah. that add and add and add and add up. It's so, like you said, like when you're 60 years old, that's what I'm doing at 30. Yeah. And I'm so glad I thought about my younger self, like, okay, how's it going? Yeah. So when I'm 60, my 30-year-old self, I might even write a letter to myself, like, okay, this is you when you're 30. Man. I'm not going to read this until I'm 60. That could be powerful. Kevin talks about mm-hmm. doing that. There's a website or something. I think you just do it for yourself, but there's a service that you can write letters to yourself and he gets really? them now, like 10 years later, he's been sober or whatever. I, f- I forgot the service or whatever. He talks about it. But yeah, people do that. And it's something to reflect. Even this right now, what we're doing right now. And yes. how you have the memos on your phone. Yep. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to upload this as soon as this is over. Yes. You listen to this in the next time of trial to where you're like, ah, I want to get fucked up. And you're like, right. let me hear myself when I was in my right mind thinking. And what I was I saying? Like it's writing a letter to yourself. Exactly. Alberto. And- don't do it, man. <laughs> you stay in. You got PlayStation 4. That's right. PlayStation or 4. Or 5, maybe. But or you got, you got that Creed MetaQuest. You got that, yeah. Cre- yeah go do that Creed MetaQuest for a few minutes, bro. Yeah, and if you just did it, don't go to, just go to bed. Yeah. Go to bed. Read a book. You got all those books you bought, and you, you, didn't you read haven't shit. read them. Yep. Go read a book, man. Go you read just one got books. some new sheets. Get go do some yoga bed. with Adrian, bro. Go do or go to the open mic. Go to the open or, or prepare or some joke, material. Prep some stuff. Hey, that's the thing too about the open mic. That's kind of the hook because it's not yeah. just the night of doing it. It's also the nights leading Man. up to it. Because I, I, that's one thing I've learned. I cannot fucking do publicly speak while intoxicated. Oh, I'll do it. It's just gonna be like shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I can't. Like I'm not able. I'll grab a microphone and start saying some fucking uh, flabbergasted right. shit. 
but it's not going to be good or quality at all. So it's kind of like a, a forcing function right. to prevent me from, okay, I got this mic coming up tonight. I can't do this or that. I need to focus on, you know, trying to work out this bit or trying to work out this thing. Or for sometimes for me, I just go to the poetry and I'll just try to write something on that note or whatever it is. But having content, but it, if you're going to practice for that, you know, however many mic you got, you have to do some preparation to that. Exactly. Right. So it's going to lead up to good habits or good things in good ways. And, and that's also the idea of it. You know what is a great example of that? I, I was thinking about going on stage and playing a banjo you, writing a comedy song with like a catchy tune. That's some Steve Martin shit. Exactly. Ah, exactly. Love it. But uh, I was abusing, I was not abusing Adderall. I was taking more than, I was taking it every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what Adderall does is it makes me chew my nails off. Got you. I, I, How's that work out with banjoing? Ex- exactly. I took it so I can write these. I can't even play it because mm. my nails are gone because of the thing that I took to play it, but I can't play it because my nails are gone. Oh, shit. It's a few weeks ago, they're growing back. I'm waiting for them to get past the, the, the tip so I can strum this thing. Oh, man. That is how... I mean, that is my relationship with that. I mean, that's the pill I take. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I take low doses of it when needed now. When but needed. I used to take that every single day. And I just chewed my nails. Bleeding, dude. Bleeding. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do the thing that I took it for because I had no nails. Mm. And that hit me hard. I'm like, dude, you can't even do your your what you want to do because you're, you're being irresponsible. Well, not even, even irresponsible, just... Just take a, just focus on that. Yeah. This is the sign of why you don't need to be doing this every day because you can't even do the thing, the goal of why you're right. doing it, right? I can't hit beat pads on my machine making beats because blood gets on them. And I don't like it because I bite my nails. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real and though. But how many, this is a, this is a, this is a physical representation of mm-hmm. this, is, this yeah. goes on in so many other people's lives too. Right, like that new third law of motion is fucking real, man. For every action, there's the opposite and equal reaction, exactly. right? And it could be one that you don't want. So if we think about these, and you're looking at maybe sitting listening to Alberta, and you're like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's oh, <laughs> you got bloody fingers. Oh, no. But what is your bloody fingers? Exactly. What is what is your what is the thing in your life of whatever it may be that's preventing you? from again right. doing what you what you said you want to do those it's things so ironic it's ironic how the thing that i did to do those things made me not be able to do it that's that's and so when irony. we were running up that mountain i was huffing and puffing i had to walk but i thought about it i'm like you realize that you did these things to damage your body uh-huh. so much so right now this pain you're you feeling pay for it it is you reverse that yeah. pain. Imagine the pain you did for your body. Now, this is it. This is what it did. Yeah. You're feeling the effects of that, but you're reversing it now. So as you do this more and more, as you climb this mountain up to a castle, it sounds like something out of Zelda. It does, man. It's so cool, it dude. It is awesome. I'm telling you. I, I mean, of course, I'm biased in it because it's like our event or whatever, but right. like, it's some fun shit. It's awesome. And so it's like, okay, let's make these changes. Your nails are growing. You're, and it's gonna it's gonna take time, but if you keep doing it, you keep doing it. You're gonna get up to the mountain. I'm gonna strum these instruments. I'm gonna be able to hold a pen, study Japanese without blood getting. And it sounds disgusting, but this is. I mean, but that's literally where it goes. How it, this is what addiction is. This is why this is you called see, real resilience real talk. Resilience. Real talk. You're seeing. I remember I did the same kind of thing with Adderall in 
college, and I mean, they were down, I mean, down to the nail bed. I was getting uh, uh, nail cutters and pull, like I was upset, because what it is, it's your, your mind trying to control something because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so overstimulated. And my friend at the time, Jordan, he comes up and he grabs my hand and he says, do you see that? That is the inside of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I never forget that. He says, that is the inside of your body you're looking at. You're not supposed to see that shit. Yeah. Maybe when you brush your teeth, that's it. But, and it just can carry it on, carry it on. And I was, because I was diagnosed when I was 10 years old. So I've been on this for 20 years. Yeah. And um, they put me on it because they were like, he can't focus on math or Texas history. But really the thing was, I was 10 years old. This shit's boring. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. I just learned how to like recognize myself in a mirror. I don't care about Texas history right now. So right, right, right. They put me on that, and I was on it. So right now, I'm learning to control it, and it's, yeah. it's going well. My my nails are growing back. It Good, takes man. time, but at least it, it's happening. It takes know? time. It it takes time. All of these things take time. They didn't they didn't grow back the second you stopped, right. and nor will that castle run. That's some Zelda shit, by the way. That is right. tight that you said that. We run up to see the castle in the sunrise. Exactly. Some pretty cool shit. But it hey we're 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 back uh, in our pointed places of mm-hmm. work. By seven a.m., so right. you can come join us if you're if you're in the listening area to us. But it adds up. My nails longer than it was yesterday. Hey, it, it adds up, and yeah. sometimes it takes time to see these results. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can get better. It will get better. You just might not be able to see that right now. Exactly. I heard something recently where a guy was saying that like um, I'm probably fucking this up, but basically you're looking through like you know your goal is on the other end, but you're looking through the forest and you can't see shit. And the, the thing is, can you see the next step? Can you see the next step? Exactly. Then take that. Then can you see the next step? Stop worried about the, the end state or whatever. Or like I was saying, oh, I ain't got nothing else to look forward to. Now I have so much to look forward to. And right. I can't believe I was ever at those places. But, you know, long term, whatever, everybody's got their own shit they're dealing with, right? But if you get saturated in that stuff and it gets to a certain point, your judgment gets impaired. It does. And, and you start like these people that are mass shooters or, or, uh, people that kill themselves or hurt other people. Like sometimes they'll release their letters and stuff like that. And I'm not at all, at all glorifying what they do by any fucking means, but you read it and you go, Oh fuck. They thought this was a good idea. Right. They thought this was a good idea to do this thing. And obviously it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And, but that's the point where people can get. And that's where I think with, with that letter I wrote off from the mental wellness letter that came out in 2019, like it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to continue to, te- to keep gnawing off your fingers or ignoring this issue to the point where you make an irreversible decision and you exactly. leave people behind. That's exactly. what we want to avoid. That's what we want to always avoid people getting to is preventing that. Um, but not only, you don't always have to just die to be dead. Does that make sense? Like there's a lot of like walking dead, the zombies. They're just walking around. They're alive. They're, there's some heartbeats going on there, but are they really alive? And I think for myself, there's been many a days where I've been a zombie, yeah. and I ain't really been living to my full capability, and there's probably a lot of people out there right now, and there's certain days I'm going to have bad days and shit like that, but this way is a little bit better. Exactly. It's not making anything worse, so try that shit, and like I said, man, it's it, you're not alone in this shit. I think we've shared enough to realize like oh they're fucked up <laughs> yeah dude, but, uh, i put it saying, all on the table tonight but, but, but no but we say it though to 
like everyone's fucked up in some way, shape, they or form. Are. Like we all are, man. And everybody's got their their ticks, and everybody's got their things, and everybody's got their yesterday. When you mentioned mass shooters, I just had a tick right now. Yeah. Thank God that you just told me that. Like the 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 note, wisdom and note of the difference. I just applied that. That Look, I mean, that works. It, These things work. You it know? does. So, it does. Yeah. And they may sound cliche because they're true. Because they're true and they add up, but it's day by day choices, man. Um, one of the things we talk about too with uh, with writing and expression, journaling, and you don't have to. You know, some people use their notes on their phone or whatever like that. But when you write out things that you can read on it, there's a lot of literature, a lot of backed up science on it that that writing things out in longhand can be far more therapeutic because you're kind of working through things. But if you don't know what to write, you're like, I'm not an artist. I don't fucking write. You guys are just some fucking Glee Club motherfuckers over here talking <laughs> and shit. Whatever, teach their own. But you can follow a simple ditty. It's called GGBBR and I'll share this in the show notes, but you write something you're grateful for. You write something you did good today. You write something you did bad today or not desirable. How can you do that better? And then reflect. And sometimes just that writing prompt, that GGBBR will help you get a prompt to where you can actually express some things. But I, what I love the most about it is kind of like a little mind hack is that you start a habit of doing the G, you are going to be looking for things to be grateful for. And that man can help out so much. Um, I remember for years I was a, uh, I was, I, I did drill instructor duty and in being a drill instructor, like you have to find the negative and everything, right? That's how you do your job, right? Like you have to find the negative and everything. Well, I think I got immersed into it too much because for a little bit, I was already like this anyway, but for years after, like I'd walk into a room and be like, oh my God, look at that fucking paint. It's not real fucking right. Look at that right there. That's fucked up over there. Look at these fucking chairs not covering the line. Look at this motherfucker over here. Then we get a fucking haircut. What the fuck is wrong with this motherfucker? <laughs> like I would walk into everything and find negative, find negative, right. find negative. And that works for certain skill sets. And that's your job is right. to be a drill instructor and to enforce discipline and standards and stuff like that. But that doesn't work for everyday life. Nope. And But I didn't realize how much it was a part of my overall psyche, right? Of like finding negative negative, pointing it out, and I didn't feel right unless I made a correction, right? Um, and it's exactly some people are thinking like, oh, he's a stereotypical guy back in the fleet and he's just yelling at everybody. That wasn't the case, but the my outlook on things was right. to find the negative in things. But what I'm saying right here, this GGBBR thing helped was now I look for things to be grateful exactly. for. Exactly. Um, I still think, and I hope that all people that are in that job of being a drone instructor are still trying to find negative because it's necessary for that. But it's not good to apply to your regular life. Exactly. If you're, especially if you're already wired to be looking for negative. So just something to think about, something to try. There's always something to be grateful for in I, every situation. I feel my pulse and it's not going crazy. Yeah. I'm thankful for just simply that, just breathing. Sometimes that could be the thing, man. Yeah. That could be the thing to be grateful for. Everybody's got something to be grateful for. And the uh, fact that I'm thankful that I learned from this. Yeah. I could just, would have, I could have just hid this from everybody. Like, I had no fucking or never faced it, right? Never faced never it. Never faced it. Never faced it. Or maybe you just never knew that it was fucked up. Right. Right? We think about some general mutilation and things like that that happen in other countries. We go, how the fuck could they do that to right. the little girls? But because right. of the culture they're in, because of the way they're raised, and this isn't to judge them or down them, but it's so accepted that if it doesn't happen to some of those young ladies, they feel like they're not as good as the other ones. Right. Right? Because they just call that circumcision. Right. That's exactly. not castration or genital mutilation, right? Exactly. So we only know what we know is what I'm saying here. Right. And you might not even know how fucked up shit is for you yeah. or how fucked up your normal practices are or to quote Coach Chan, how fucked up your family business is right. until you can maybe see what right looks like or be exposed to without having to learn the hard way. Without having to learn the hard way that 
these things add up and these things deteriorate your life. And some people are going, well, y'all talking about being 60 and shit. No, 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 no. You might not make it to 60, right? right. But I'm saying you might anyway, right? And then you want to look back and say, I didn't fulfill the best version of myself. And it adds up with these habits, man, right. these day-to-day decisions. You don't want to like think, I'm not going to live to 60. Might as well just not oh, do shit. shit. And then you make it to 60 and you're like, I well, fuck. it happened. Yeah. I waste all that time. Had I known, yeah. you know, it's, you never know when you're going to go. Yeah. So I might, I mean, go. For, what was that? You were talking about uh, family but in, in Sopranos. Uh, what's the son's name? The uh, son. Uh, 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 AJ? AJ. He's AJ, like, yeah. Dad, are you in the mafia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what is it? I'm in, uh, what is it, uh, uh, waste management. <laughs> Finally, the son's like, Dad, are we in the mafia? Are you in the mafia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck the matter with you? Yeah, yeah, Why'd yeah. you keep your fucking mouth shut? <laughs> Go to your fucking school. And then the he went like, and ate lunch meat out of his fridge with a wife beater on. Yeah. That's a t-shirt, by the way. I'm not in, I'm not encouraging <laughs> yeah, yeah. domestic violence, okay? We all know what I'm referring to. A cut off. I think they call it an A-shirt. An A-shirt? An Hanes A-shirt. You get a pack of three. <laughs> oh my God. An A-shirt. Nice. Rocks and It'd be 1999 all over again. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, man. Oh, it's yeah. it. Hey, we if don't you got know. That reference. Give this a like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Put it in the comments. If you know, you know. But it, it we are a buildup of those little bricks. But just sure. as Jocko said, man, Rome wouldn't build overnight. It didn't fall apart overnight. And these things that I've always heard, I think they're buzzwords, like a president saying, like, "Oh, you know, we need to." Do, I'm like, "Yeah, we've heard it before." Yeah. They yeah. resonate so much more now and if they sound like buzzwords right now if you it, like i hope i can only hope that you'll hear these again like i heard these bruce lee quotes and then they just suddenly like oh i see what it what it Boom. is now right Clip there up. maybe it's almost like the universe saying hey listen to that listen to that listen to that take Bam. heed take heed take heed like like your notes like like the notes that you say always I, i've heard it before i've heard it before i've heard it before Bam, there it is. But yeah. then it hits. It's right when you need it. Yeah. Right when you need it. So. And ignorance is real and blessed are the ignorant and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But there's also something called being, like I said earlier, you hard-headed, you stubborn. Yeah. So uh, yes. I've been Very stubborn many of days in my life, man. Many, many of days in my life. And I'm not saying I'm still not in some ways because I am. And I need to work on a whole lot of things. Right. But I'm able to see and identify things differently and be open to changing things. Mm-hmm. But you can't expect things to be different if you keep associating with the same fucked up people, keep keeping up the family business. You've seen this happen before and now you're doing it again and then be like, why am I not happy? Well, no fucking shit. Right. right. Like this isn't because you have a chemical imbalance or something. Maybe that's that could help, too, if you got right. something for that. But that's not the only reason. And I just, I don't think that, um, I, I love what Viktor Frankl said, and I'm going to read it because I read it off often. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the ninth episode in a row I've, I've read this off, but nice. he said, for success like happiness, everybody wants to be happy and everybody wants to be successful. Exactly. All right. But we just, I want to be happy. It's not going to happen. Listen to this. For success like happiness cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's personal dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. Bam. So you can't, it's got to be the product of things. It's got to be, it's got to ensue. It can't be like, I just want to be happy. Well, good fucking luck with that shit. Right. Right. Like a lot of people say that shit though. Or you don't make me happy. You, it's like what Chris Rock said, it's called self-esteem. Motherfucker, it's down to you, right? So. (laughs) Bitch, it's called self-esteem. Self-esteem, right? Isn't that Cat Williams? 
It's it? a steam of your motherfucking self. Maybe it was Cat Williams. Oh it's my God, I'm being that guy. The, the Pimp Chronicles Part Two. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. It was. Yeah, you're right. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna go push for that. I'm yeah, gonna go do some burpees for punishment for that. But uh, for getting <laughs> that reference when wrong. When it comes but, to that pursuit of happiness, yeah, you know, happiness is like circumstantial based. Yeah. But joy, man. In that joy, pursuit, you're gonna find something called yes. joy, and that is existential. Yes. And during this pursuit, this journey joy is like overwhelming yeah happiness is just like oh i got that i'm happy it's temporary it's 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 circumstantial i'm hungry i ate mm -hmm. yeah now i'm happy because i but joy yeah. is like i'm here i'm i'm breathing i I'm, get i got to be here i get to i get to a lot of people got a lot of friends who didn't get to be they don't get to be here man right. they don't get to be here and if you've lost them and that hurts well let's try to live for them let right. them live they through us yeah of course they would exactly. they would want you, they wouldn't want you to waste it you know what i mean so don't do that but again everybody's hurting in their own ways but and i bring up who said that dr victor frankel mm -hmm. read about that guy a man search for meaning that guy survived five concentration camps Five. Five and he could have fled Vienna before the before the Nazis came, but he oh, didn't. He stayed man. to be there for his parents and he had a pregnant wife. All of them were murdered. Right? And this guy goes on and leaves this big impact on the world. And and I hope I hope nobody ever experiences the pain that a guy right. that guy felt. But right. he did say at some point that we're forced in a situation to where we can no longer change the thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're forced to change ourselves. Right. So some of us might be there. We might be there again. I don't know. But don't be stubborn or voluntarily ignorant, right? right? There is a better way. You probably know what that way is or you know of some ways to make it better. But you're not going to find perfection, folks. It, it, it adds up. The little things add up. So I just say, whether we're saying it to ourselves or we're saying it to you now, man, make good choices. Exactly. They all add up, man. Rome wasn't built overnight. That motherfucker didn't fall apart overnight. So don't sit back and be like waiting to be happy or I'll work out when I feel like it or I'll, or I'll quit drinking when I feel like it. You're probably never gonna fucking feel like it. It's just not gonna happen. Motivation wears off like a cup of coffee. Right. It just wears off. You know what else wears off? What? Bathing. Oh, That's yeah. why the fuck you gotta do it every day. Every damn day. <laughs> Zig every Ziglar said that. Zig Ziglar said that. I love Zig. But it's true though. Like we talk about motivation no last, so that doesn't mean we do it at all. No, you're right. But you remotivate. Redo it again. But bathing doesn't last either. Brushing your teeth doesn't last. You right? Still, you still you, go ahead so and don't brush like, your teeth for a few years it. and find out that works. Oh yeah. We talked about awesome powers earlier. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> if you know, you know. Them yeah, teeth, baby. baby. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Them teeth. You Hell know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. Teeth with a F, but <laughs> 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 fucking fangs put them shits away but sincerely though it does all add up and it, um it really does and there's help really out does. there don't don't feel like you can't or you shouldn't hey man it might just make it better if not for you maybe for the you that you are for those around you and if it's it's not immediate like for me it was like i i drank harder than i weaned off Otherwise, I, I would start shaking. Yeah, yeah. And like even right now, I, I cut vaping, but I'm on Nicorette. Yeah. It is a, it, even if you have to, let's say you're drinking so much, like I'm shaking, I, I want to stop. Like, I, if you say, okay, I need to just kind of cut down slowly, there's no shame in that. The fact that you're consciously trying to do that, 
I say I have mad respect for, and it, like because I mean, cutting cold turkey. There are actually physical, of course, things. Um, for, I can but for most people, it's just getting rid of the habit. Right, right. Most right. people are not going to have a, a medical condition right, from it. And if you feel like you are, dependent. make sure you consult, you know, yeah, physician that, and talk to a doctor. Yeah, talk to a doctor. We're not trying to give bad advice here, but right. we're not we're not medical professionals, by the way. No, not at all. Oh shit, nobody <laughs> will give me an accreditation. I, I fucked up calling somebody doctor earlier. How could I ever be one, right? But what we are saying is that that progress. It is that progress. Progress. And and Jason Vale, if y'all ever, if anybody out there is hurting with drinking, um, one of my uncles, man, I never thought would get clean or sober, actually did. And he did it through this book that we shared together. But Jason Vale, uh, he's famous for like juicing and stuff, but he has a book called Kick the Drink Easily. And I reread it often. Kick I reread it. Easily. Kick the Drink Easily. Mm-hmm. Kick the Drink Easily is an awesome book. But in there, one of the lines he says is that we're like plants. I was like, where's he going with this shit, right? But he says that we're either in a state of living and growing or we're in a state of dying. Like once a plant's done blooming, what happens? It withers and it dies. So we're very much similar to them. So we have to keep flowing, keep going. Like Bruce Lee, running water never grows stale, right? Like keep fucking flowing. But we're like plants. If we're not growing, we're dying. So are you progressing or regressing? That is very funny you mentioned that today. We have in our in our studio a bunch of plants. A lot of them are cactuses. My boss gives me one. And I said, how do you water this? Do I just spray it? He goes, no, 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 no. He says, you don't want to water this all the time. He says, but if you see it start withering, just put in water and then it'll bounce back. Uh, bounce you, back resilient oh bounce back what what's up bounce back just resilience you know what i'm saying yeah exactly and like if <laughs> if you uh if you start withering it doesn't mean it's over man a lot of people a lot of times like it's over this is me this yeah. is me right now no just get some water in there get that, that physical that water recycle that man metaphorical water and then you can bounce back you can get look as long as you're breathing as long as you got a pulse there's hope Yes, you're gonna be good, kid. I speak like an old man. You're gonna, you're gonna be <laughs> you're just gonna be fine, good, kid. kid. You're gonna be just fine. Bobby Lee, I never. I love Bobby Lee. I got to meet him. He invited me to dinner. And what? Another, the uh, Bobby Lee? The Bobby Lee. Yeah, wow. he was at Addison Improv, and he, I, I met him after the show. He invited me to dinner. This wow. other comic was like, oh, I, I want him all to myself. I'm gonna pitch something to him, and he pitched. He was like aggressively pitching this show, and you know, Bobby's a nice guy. He's just gonna listen, but he always wow. said he has a story. But he said, uh, someone told him. Uh, your life becomes so much bigger when you kick alcohol. If you have a problem with mm. it and you kick it, and this is for people who have a problem with it, if you kick it, just see how much bigger your life is. This is my fifth day. I climbed the mountain. Literally. Literally climbed the Literally. mountain the other day. Yes, he did. And I was there. I mean, that's a lot. I haven't done that in years. No, it's, it's, so, it's, so, it's so real. You don't know what could be. And, and that's that butterfly rising. Yeah. It's almost like, hey, a new dawn. <sighs> Yeah. New dawn coming. So I, I do want to, I'm going to go read an excerpt. I had to find yeah. it because I keep it on my phone. I keep it in a folder on my phone called um, Reality Check. And this is from the Jason Vale book. Listen to this. This shit will hit for anybody who's been down this road. He said, what is this marvelous and pleasurable effect we think we get from drinking anyway? Is it the pleasure of not being able to communicate properly? Is it the marvelous effect of losing all of your senses so that you become immediately vulnerable and completely unprotected from danger? Oh, is it the wonderful feeling of being totally stupefied? Is it the great effect of not being able to focus or walk properly? Hmm. Is it the pleasurable effect of talking complete and utter rubbish for hours on end? Is it the wonderful sensation of vomiting? 
Is it the pleasure of blowing your mind so much that you become a completely different person? Is it the marvelous effect of destroying your memory so you don't even recall your apparently wonderful experience anyway? Is it the marvelous effect and pleasurable effect of losing all the checkpoints between your brain and your mouth so you get loud, aggressive, obnoxious, vulgar, nasty, hurtful, uptight, annoying, repetitive, pathetic, over-emotional, or abusive? I'm like that sober, so. <laughs> Is it the marvelous effect of being out of control? Is it the wonderful effect of not being able to make love yeah. or show true love and affection because you are too, in quotations, out of it? Is it the pleasure of saying and doing things that you will regret for many years to come? Is it the great sensation of dizziness? Just tell me. Where and what is this marvelous effect? Mm -hmm. To be honest, I don't think you can, as it just doesn't exist. It's just one huge fallacy. Mm -hmm. I keep this on my phone, so if ever I'm like, you know, you, you know what would be nice? You know what would be nice? You know what wouldn't be nice is this. And what he's saying, what is this marvelous effect we're fucking missing out on? What is it? And exactly. just that list right there, dude, I'm just like, man, for the Checking way I'm wired and the boxes. way I like to drink, like, what, what am I missing out on? Right. What the fuck? Like, everybody says FOMO, fear of missing out. What the fuck am I missing out on? Stumbling when I read home. that, yeah. vomiting, doing the same things I'm going to regret, being vulgar, obnoxious, nasty, repetitive, pathetic, not being able to make love. Yeah, literally, that's a big one. You 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 got you it's got ironic the, how like you drinking makes you want to hit on people, but ain't nothing working. It's nothing like, works exactly. And like, what are you doing? And it's so not a, it's so not attractive. It's right? not. It's not. Yeah. But you're so like it's you're so confident. Oh yeah, yeah. You're so. And he said the checkpoints between your brain and your mouth. Exactly. You got the diarrhea mouth, and it's <laughs> like so. What is it that we're missing out on? What is this marvelous fucking effect? Right. And he said, I don't think you could tell me. Because right. it's one huge fallacy. Exactly. And I'm not a prohibitionist, but I'm telling you right now, say, if you're like me, you can definitely relate to what I just read off. This is for if you do have a pride, like for people who can do this, again, hats off to you. If hey, great. Not, good for you, man. Teach the own. That's Free awesome. will's a bitch. Do it, your thing, bro. And be thankful for your genetics. But I am allergic to ethanol. I am very allergic to it. I'm not allergic to it. I, like I tell, I say sometimes at over mics and shit, and I say it at the, I, I do this training on bass, and I talk about, look, I didn't have a problem with drinking. Right. I had no problem with drinking. PMO had a problem with drinking. The command had a problem <laughs> yeah. with drinking. My family had a problem with drinking. And that's to say that, like, hey, I'm not allergic to it. I like this shit a whole lot. Oh, yeah. A it's... whole lot. Too much. Right. Too much. Too much, right? And for those that aren't like that, hey, teach their own. You do what you got to do. I, I don't think if alcohol came out today for a fucking second would it get approved and oh, would yeah. it be on every shelf, right? Oh, yeah. But it's so woven into our culture. It is. It's so part of our family business. It's part of our fucking economy. It is what it is. It's never going away. But you being an asshole and making mistakes and potentially not being here, that could go away. Right. You can change that shit up if, if applicable to you and you don't have to worry about not being a good person anymore or you, you just find other outlets, find other vices. And they are out there, folks. They it, are out there, I promise. It has been one of the least stressful weeks of my in a while imagine that shit and yeah like you know going to like and i i weaned down and i would have a bottle of wine while watching a movie but then at, in bed i'm like i'm gonna fucking text this person uh-huh. and you wake up you're like oh what did i f- oh and you gotta yeah, go through yeah, the yeah. list and then take and that being the first thing you do waking up like yeah oh, how's that starting your fucking day sucks. feeling like shit not no only physically victory. but now you feel guilty and now you're anxious all night oh, as opposed yeah. to like i'm gonna wake up and like this first hour bam 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 three things and gym uh study meditate 
let's go. Let's like, go. That feel, feels so much better. And again, they sound like cliches, but like from experience, like it's there, it's right. It's, yeah. it's, um, it's right for me at least, but yeah, no, it's, it's it, real, man. And that's why we getting real on here. We right. just can't say these kind of things. Like this isn't even bloggable. We've talked so much, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but it, it, that's life though. That's life. It all adds up. And this conversation is added up and I'm hoping that it can be helpful for somebody. Um, I'm hoping that somebody could take something away from it. Just don't right. feel alone. Reach out to people. Absolutely. Uh, for all of us out here, you can dial 988 and you can get in touch 24-7 free and confidential support. You can chat 988lifeline.org. Call or text 988. And if you're calling from overseas, all right, so for my people out here in Japan with Japanese cell phones, 098-970-8255 or 098-9540-123. Reach out. This too shall pass. And look, man, don't perm don't choose a permanent solution for a temporary problem. All of this shit to include those dinosaurs that we're talking about fuel mm -hmm. metaphorically and physically, it all passed. Right. This is going to pass, man. I just say try to make the most of the life that you have and self-actualize. Self and don't rule out things to actually pursue, to try. There might be something out there waiting, not this one, but the next thing, the next thing that adds up to the thing that actually changes your whole world, puts you in front of a really good person like I'm sitting here right now. You just don't know until you fucking try it. Exactly. So don't be stubborn. Don't be closed-minded. Open your mind and try to see and maybe have some of that omelet we were talking about. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> I'm telling you. Been having it for five days. Man, thank you. So, by the way, that 988 commercial, I hear it on the radio. Oh, I love how they, that shout out to the, Bowling right the there. The background man. track Nine, is Shake eight, That eight. Laffy Taffy. Nine, that eight, Laffy eight. Taffy. Yeah, the Laffy. He does it. Yeah. Laffy Taffy. I haven't heard the that in a while. 988. 988. The number two. The number two call is nine eight eight. Check that live it, have it. Yeah, hey, that live it. That is wow, genius. Is a still. That yeah. dude is so smart. Oh man, he kills anytime he comes over. Mike. Yeah, yeah, fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. Amazing. I love that dude. He's so fucking funny. And then today he did the currency exchange rate, which is like one forty to the whatever. But then he read it off the opposite end, and he was like zero point three four five six seven oh, seven seven five four four. If you wanted to know it the opposite way, <laughs> I was like, this dude, fucking comedic genius, man. That guy we got is so brilliant. Fifteen seconds to kill, so I'm gonna give you. Pie, 988 988 if you're in distress called 988 there it is fire and track in the back <laughs> but man you want to leave the audience with anything man we're gonna go ahead and get up off here i need um, to take my ass home and go play with uh i got a monkey at home that needs same. needs to be fed uh my bladder's full i gotta take a piss <laughs> uh come to these mics these mics are great these mics are great. Um, if you're in Tokyo from the 26th or 31st, I will be at Tokyo Comedy. 26th or 31st of May? Uh, of May. 26th, 27th, 29th, 30th. I'll be at Tokyo Comedy Bar. I got four shows. I'm trying to make it six, but I got four in the bag. Um, come on out. And um, but come to these mics here, man. Yeah, it's man. Not pain just shared is pain divided, dog. Yeah, and it did change my life. So every hang in there. I hope y'all learned a lot. You can always message me, Alberto Pena, whatever platform. If you need help, I'm here to listen. All right. Much love, one love. Thank you, kid. Hey, man. That's thank right. you, brother. Hey, shout out to Alberto. 26 to 31st, y'all. See him live in Tokyo. Or you can just bring your ass to the open mic. We got one coming up this week on the 17th out there at YOLO. We're going to be out in town, and then we're going to bring it back on base, bring it into our little side room that we're in right now, and we'll also bring it over to the amphitheater and do it outdoor. But look, man, don't be closed-minded. Don't suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. Reach out. You're not alone. And I promise all of you, you matter. None of us are special, but we are all important, and you're important to us. So, hey, try me. 
Try me. Call my bluff. Hit me up and see if, if, if I can be there for you. And I promise you I'll do what I can to be there for you or Alberto will or whatever. You are not alone. Whatever you're going through, good or bad. You're going to do great, kid. This too shall pass. That's been some real resilience talk. We are sponsored by Nobody! First Amendment. First, <laughs> First Amendment. Amendment. Yeah, that's right. Sponsored and inspired by the First Amendment, baby. If you don't like something, change. If you can't change it, change your attitude. This too shall pass. Oh, now I should probably press stop recording. How about that? <laughs> <laughs>